us, everybody. Danish and O'Neill. It's Ryan O'Neill and the O'Neill Indian players back from vacation. Hey, everybody. I'm now a swami. I'm a, I'm a born-again swami. You're a swampy. This is you had a fart pre-show that was one of the most disgusting uh, <laughs> curry-laced farts I've heard in my Zach, life. Zach lunch. Uh, by the way, before we even get into your India excursions, this is episode eighty-nine. We have now officially tied Boner City. The it might defunct be. Boner City. It could be the last episode. It though. could be. You never know. Listen till the end to see what happens. But uh, episode 89, next episode, if we make it, will be for the record. Yeah, it'll be the most uh, consistent podcast ever. that we've ever been a part <laughs> no, of. ever. Just ever. <laughs> no, there's, there's a few people no. have done a few more episodes. We're going for the record. Uh, quick, I don't have much, but one news and note. Uh, Nick Risner of the MMA Mad Hour. Mad Hour. Wanted me to wish a happy birthday to his buddy. My buddy, Nate Stark. Whoa, did he change, has his name always been Nate, or did he change it in honor of Nate Diaz? I don't know. I, th- I was thinking Tony Stark. <laughs> I was thinking Nate, <laughs> Nate Diaz. Maybe he's a big fan of Iron Man and Nate Diaz. Well, happy birthday, Nate. He said he doesn't know a bigger Danish and O'Neill fan out there. Really? That's what uh, Nick said. So happy birthday to Nate. Have uh, a good one. Yeah, enjoy it. Well, uh, we're going to come to the party. Where is it at? Yeah, send us some tickets. We'll fly out. I'm not flying anywhere for a while. Yeah, buddy. I wait, baby. I wait, I wait. Nothing but a peanut. Nothing but a peanut. For Nate's birthday from Ronnie Coleman. Happy birthday, Nate. Uh, Let's get into it. Yeah. Man. The Indian vacation. How many hours uh, time difference are you on right now? Uh, It's 12 and a half hours. They're, They're not on the same minutes as us. Whoa. There's a 30-minute difference. 12, it's about 12 and a half hours. That's bold. I know. It's a bold move. India's not going to take don't like, America's bullshit anymore. They don't anymore. like clean water, but they're like, we're bringing minutes, different minutes to the table. Uh, it was, How many minutes are in an hour? How many minutes are in an hour over there? Mm-hmm. 57. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's groundbreaking. <laughs> It seems like a much shittier system with the uneven number. No, it's not. There's 60 minutes in the hour, but they are 30. They're they don't want to go by the Western time system. There are other countries so who are like their time 17 system? minutes difference. What's the how many? They're 12 minutes different. 12, 12 and a half hours basically. No, like I'm saying a, no. What's the minute difference though? Oh, it's 30 minutes ahead. I don't know. Whatever. It's it's 30 minutes one way or the other. Wow. It's always. You know, they're always whatever. So they want just, they just want dominance, time dominance. They just want to be different, man. And they are. They <laughs> truly are different. Uh, I think before we even get to anything. Yeah. We got to solve. Hold on a second. <laughs> Did you shit your pants? <laughs> well. There's going to be some disappointed people out there because I did not shit my pants. Wow. I did not. I have came pretty close, but <laughs> I think I took my pants off for most of the time. Did you wear the diapers? I didn't wear the diapers. I didn't even use the seat covers because 
Uh, it was a seat cover free flight. <laughs> <laughs> because was it standing room only, trolley style. Oh no, but man, that fucking you know the flight there. We we spent some time in Beijing. Beautiful Beijing. <laughs> yeah, real beautiful. Looks like a, the whole place looks like a housing project. <laughs> well, that's nice. Uh, we spent some time in Beijing. Flight there wasn't that bad. I'll be honest with you. Were you? How I was many mentally wh- prepared? How for many it. whites were on your flight? Oh, there were very, very few. Were people touching you just to feel what your skin felt like? No, but there's a lot of people taking photos when we got to India. Especially oh, me and especially my uh, my little sister's, uh, well, now fiance. Whoa. Uh, Congratulations. Because he's 6'4". He's a big guy, and uh, he looks like Jim Carrey. So people maybe, I don't know if they thought he was Jim Carrey or what. <laughs> Isn't he British? Yeah. <laughs> British Jim Carrey. Maybe they thought he was playing a role. Wouldn't come out of it. I'm going to say Jim Carrey's not 6'4", but they don't know that. He's 6'2". When they don't know what his height. Yeah. So I don't I don't think they really thought that, but uh, they were taking a lot of photos with him. What do you think they do with him? Just put him in like a, an album? Well, I'll tell you why. Put I'll tell you why, w- where they were taking the photos. I'll tell you. Uh, I think I know where you're going. With yeah, it. the misstep. They put your arm around you to pit pocket you. Really? Yeah, and so that's why. Like, I have a feeling that was a lot of people saw because he's super white. Like, he's British and he's pretty pale. He sticks out. And uh, did he trick them by putting uh, unwrapped dog shit in his pocket? No, he put a he put a mouse trap in there. So Be a great move. The fingers or something. Oh great. yeah, I think the, I think you got to put a fucking bag of dog shit in your pocket. That's well, I'm open. saying the mouse trap would be a better. Oh, the mouse trap. Yeah, yeah, the bag if of you dog shit. Somehow get a t- an extreme measure, but yeah. it's also a good measure. I put hypodermic needles that have AIDS on them in my pockets. That's how I roll. That's a good. It's risky, but it's I think worth it. Yeah. You got to watch sit how down you sit too, down. You sit down too fast, you may get it. <laughs> you don't want to get an AIDS hypodermic needle in your asshole. Or maybe you could go like thumbtacks, like a ton of them. In With there. AIDS on those as well? <laughs> I don't know if you could get everyone, but maybe most. AIDS only has like, you'd have to keep refreshing them because I think you could only live in the in uh, the air for well, you need 10 a, minutes. You need a friend with AIDS with you. To yeah, constantly, to constantly prick them? Yeah. <laughs> it, it's uh, the Home Alone India theft uh, stoppage <laughs> pocket style. He didn't have anything on him, so it wasn't like a problem. What if you grab the guy's hand and do it, like some sort of martial arts? Oh, Seagal would be fucking. He would be uh, wrist manipulating these guys. India or, or Dillman? Dillman would be throwing chi balls everywhere. Dillman would chi ball. I ate some chi balls while I was there. How were they? <laughs> Decent. <laughs> Uh, so you, uh, the flight, you, you stopped in Beijing. Yeah, stopped How in long? Beijing. I saw Fang Chao's family. The Chao. I was only there for a few hours. But you got to go. So when you get to Beijing, you got to go through the whole process again. Security. You got to fucking go, to go through, through the their, x-rays. You to go through their customs. Yeah, you got to go through everything. Even if just stopping in the just airport. Just stopping in. Wow. Just to get to your new t- next terminal, you got to go through the whole system. And there's shit that you can bring on through America that you can't bring on once you get to China. I could see that. Where pe- I, I picture- even, they tried to take my uh, my soul crystal away. They're like, was there a language barrier? Did they speak English? <laughs> There's a big language barrier. <laughs> they're like, they're pointing the song. I go, it's not. Like, I go, it's a solid. It's not a liquid. She said, no liquid. I said, it's not a fucking liquid. Touch it. Try to drink it. I said, you can lick it. I told you you could lick it. It's your armpit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you tried to. That's you know, why she those hated soul you. crystals are like seven dollars. <laughs> it was a pretty new one, and they last a long time. Yeah. 
So it was a pretty horseshit show over there. But I, dude, there's cameras and microphones everywhere. I was paranoid about their commie regime trying to keep me there. It's Fung Chow set that up. He's a spy. I wouldn't doubt it. He's here to spy on our country. So under I, the guise of comedy, I get to Delhi. Uh, by the way, so here's the thing with Delhi. Delhi is is kind of the size of L.A. County. But it has four times the population. So imagine Isn't it one LA. of the most populated places yeah. in the world. They don't even have accurate population. They say it's somewhere between fourteen and sixteen million people. So imagine fourteen to sixteen million people so living that means in LA. Two million people are unaccounted for somewhere. Yeah, and it could be it could be twenty million. They think it doesn't like. There's Jesus. no way. So we land and uh, we go. They need through. a better. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, census Bureau. Yeah, they need to be. <laughs> like, Dude, that's a pretty big. <laughs> the sign in the airport. Like, yeah, it could be ten, could be twenty. We don't know. They won Airport of the Year two years in a row for Delhi. dumping that shit. Allegedly. <laughs> Dude, so they said twenty-five to forty million people go through that airport a year, which is a big discrepancy. I don't know what brings in an extra. Who's doing these numbers? <laughs> So, dude, as soon as we get outside... They've done comedy shows that have had 300 people or 18 million people. <laughs> so, my uh, sister-in-law's aunt was picking us up from the airport. By and, the way, a real quick question. On either yeah. of your planes, were they, like, how were the odors? Was it... Oh, dude, on the way back, the lady next to me clearly shit her pants and was sitting <laughs> in it, stewing in this... Dude... Well, first of all, my uh, girlfriend, Abby, brought the SARS masks. Was she were you she wore them, them the whole time. Were I you? wore them about 30% of the time because I just couldn't fucking do it. And she put <laughs> lavender oil in them because she's like... Seems like that would be bad. Lavender oil? I'm saying to like breathe and to smell. I don't know. It's supposed to be good for you. Yeah, in large quantities. I'm saying, like, I'm saying just like the... I think it's better than smelling the fucking dirty yeah. farts that are flowing through there. <laughs> Maybe uh, there were some weird smells, obviously, as we're as we're going there. the in, The flight from uh, Beijing to India was pr- pretty much empty. Oh, really? Yeah, huh. we were. We should have upgraded to first class because there's only one guy in there. There's only one guy in first class. The guy may have been the president of India. He could have been. So, in uh, there that. The food is just atrocious. The On shit the they plane? Were. In China, dude, those stewardess don't speak any English. They're pretty hot, though. I've been to Chinese chicks now. Really? Yeah, they're some pretty hot Chinese you stewardesses. <laughs> <laughs> they, they smoke just enough to fucking... One time I asked for water, and she gave me apple juice. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> good enough. <laughs> like, okay. It's, it's good whatever. enough. It'll work. It's a liquid. There's ice in there. It'll, it'll become water. We're good. <laughs> good uh, job. So as soon as we get out of the airport to go to where we're getting picked up, there's just a pack of wild dogs running through the airport. Inside? The out, just on the outside. Like, imagine you go to LAX, you're waiting curbside, <laughs> and a pack of wild dogs runs by. What kind? Of, like, just mutts? They're all the same breed. It's not a breed. It's like, yeah, they're mutts, but they all look exactly the same. So it's like a family. It's more than a, <laughs> a big family. <laughs> How many they're dogs? everywhere. Oh, is that like a oh, handful just every, running? I thought you meant just this one pack. No, it, all like of, every wild dog is the same. All of India is 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 full of wild dogs, and they're all look the same. They were fighting all night outside their apartment one night. Was it organized? Just, <laughs> no, it was not. This was a dude. At one this point, was just an exhibition. One morning, we had to wake up really early, and the because we were going to go see the Taj Mahal, and the driver couldn't find us, so we had to walk out of the gates. Like the apartment we're staying in, it's gated, barbed wire, guards, everything. Jesus. And so we walked out, dude. We heard the wild dogs, and we just took off running because we thought we were gonna get fucking mauled to death. Jesus. Can yeah. you not carry food on your person? 
I wouldn't. In case they're like bears. You can't touch them because a lot of them have rabies and stuff. It's a big issue. Did anyone have to boot one to the side? No, but I, I said, don't make eye contact. And then one of them came up from the wild pack, and I was like, don't make eye contact with it. Don't make eye contact Jesus. with it. Jesus. And this dude. I'd carry a club. I wouldn't be happy about those conditions. So as soon as we get picked up, and so uh, my sister-in-law's aunt, uh, she's a she's like a known artist there, and uh, she paints. And th- they have some cash, and so... Uh, so they have a driver, 24-hour-a-day like, driver. Does she do wild dogs playing poker? Is that her? <laughs> no. <laughs> She's pretty odd. She has some pretty <laughs> awesome not, shit. Not her painting. No. It's <laughs> just fucking rabid, drooling dogs with mange. And one is like a gun. Like yeah. They're real crazy. <laughs> but, so we get picked up, and uh, the driver is a pretty hilarious guy. Stand up? No, he's been with <laughs> this. Indian stand up. He's been with like this family for years. Like his father worked for this family, so now he works for the family. And so, so they he, have a pretty good rapport. He's there, Jeffrey from Fresh Prince. Yeah, and so he, so we're driving. But by the way, as soon as we get on the road, it's fucking, it is insane. There's probably like 10 lanes. Nobody uses any of the lane markers. You honk constantly. Everybody honks nonstop fucking honking. I'm telling you, you've never heard honking like this in your life. Maybe it's like a uh, set to the music or something. No, it's fucking... This is to what get people out of the way. At? They're just to get people out just of your... Like to let get, people know that you're there. Because nobody uses the lines. Nobody stays within the so lines. So why do I even give the, why even give the option? I don't lines? know. They should not. They shouldn't. They're so, wasting money on the lines. Yeah, there's a lot of paint being way. Dude, so we're driving down the highway, and so he misses his turn, so he just stops on the highway and reverses. Jesus. Just reverses back on the highway. How fast? That makes the turn. I mean, he goes about a half a block. I mean, he's not like flying, because people are Were flying there by us. There are people coming forward? Yeah, there's people. Wow. So this is just the beginning of what it will turn into be the most insane driving I've ever seen in my life. And that's not the first time he's utilized that move. No, dude. I'm, okay, so but you know, you know what I mean. Like, if he's that comfortable with like you guys in the car, like yeah. by himself, he must be oh. doing crazy shit. But this is everybody, dude. At one point, we're going uh, down the freeway, and about every forty minutes, we see somebody coming the wrong way down the freeway. Imagine you're on the one hundred and one, and every forty minutes, some dude flies. We were getting on an exit ramp and almost got hit by a guy who's going the wrong way. But this is this is standard operating procedure. Nobody stops at the stoplights. Dude, we stopped at one fucking stoplight. Where are the cops? There are no cops. There's 14 million fucking people. Dude, it's it just is like mayhem. If there's five lanes of traffic, they turn it into 10. They how straddle they, the fucking lines. How do they ensure this these roads? Dude, it is organized chaos though because everybody I didn't see any accidents. And people God, walk in and out of the traffic. Maybe it's the constant horn honking is the key to accident prevention. In, I might start utilizing. I'm gonna wear my. I, that's what I told. I'm gonna wear my horn out when I got home. Uh, Are you just constantly honking? I told your Abby, horn? I go, I need to honk my horn. Like this is where this is. This is how it should be. I'm telling you, <laughs> would be so every <laughs> every minute you probably honk the horn about ten times. Did it become it like? Did it become like crickets to you, where you don't really yeah. notice it as well, much? The first morning we woke up, it was a Friday morning, so it was a commuting traffic. At six a.m., the horn, the honking of the horn started, and it did not stop until like the middle of the night. Between the dogs fighting and the horn honking, it was insane. The sounds of India. And as you go down the road, there's cattle in the road. I'm talking major roads. Cattle sleeping in the middle of the fucking road. That's the way you just go around them. Yeah. There's pigs everywhere. We went outside of a, a, a real mall, like a modern day mall, and there 
There, Abby went to a parking garage, and there was cows in the parking garage. Whose are they? They're the fu- some locals. They just send them out to feed uh, <laughs> what they, whatever feed a popcorn, and then they come home. <laughs> Go eat some because, garbage popcorn. Because they're back. sacred. Nobody steals them. Nobody does no, anything. I know, to but them, how do but... you how do you get back your cattle that ends up in the mall parking garage? Where's the shepherd? I don't know. No, that's what I said. But she said that they just end up going home then after they've fed, after they feasted on like the neighbors, gra- the neighbors, people who have like a lawn like it because the cows come and eat all the fucking grass. Can those get aggressive? The male ones? Dude, they have huge horns. I don't think so. But because people are, I mean, dude, you're walking down the sidewalk, you're passing cattle. I mean, there's cattle everywhere. At one point, one was just sleeping in the, like, uh, laying against, like, a railing, dividing a, a road. He was he was laying against it, sleeping. So they're just, like, they've just become so accustomed to the noise and the speed of the cars. Doesn't bother them at all. And they're like, we're sacred. No one's fucking with us. And there's pigs everywhere, too. Like, you talking women? <laughs> there's those. <laughs> you also have to be, you be you're, like, frisked everywhere you go. By who? By a guard. Like, if you want to go in the mall... You got to have your car checked underneath for bombs, and then you have to be uh, you be wanded after you go through the metal detector, uh, and women get searched. Israel's kind of like that. Yeah, because they have a lot of issues They look in bags, purses, if you have a bag with you, trunks. Yeah, it's the whole shebang. Um, And then, so we we were staying on the outskirts, this place called Cyber City. Cyber City? It's a a hotbed of uh, technology. Cyber fucking. So we- You get on the phone- (laughs) Instant phone sex, I've heard. But we were staying at uh, her aunt's place, which... So we had two different apartments to choose her, from. Her aunt is the Bob Ross of India. Yeah. Better than Bob Ross. Does she have a cable access show? She's better than Bob Ross. <laughs> she ever let a squirrel crawl around in her afro? She never ruins a painting with a tree right in the middle of well, it. Well, that was Bob Ross's greatness. How dare you? So we were staying in, like, two nice places, like, three-bedroom, four-bath. We had... Uh, Full full time cook. You guys were like we had you were living a in the driver upper, upper crust Indian life. Yeah, all you had you did have to deal with the rolling blackouts, which happened throughout the entire country as we were there. That can happen. sometimes you would have no power. That's just how it was. Bring a flashlight. But every time you washed your hands, you had to use hand sanitizer because the water was uh, is is deadly. Not to them. And taking a shower was a pain in the ass too. You had to make sure nothing got in your mouth. You had to make sure that. You would wash your face with bottled water, and then you had to brush your teeth with bottled water. Right? Yeah, it was a process to go to bed. That was that was one of the biggest issues. Did you I ever had. go to get in bed, and there was a cow in the bed? <laughs> no, I don't think they bring them in the house. <laughs> you never know, dude. Then we went to Old Delhi. Is that like Old Navy? Oh, but so we took a subway down there. And by the way, the first train car on all the subways is just for women. So they don't get groped and stuff. Jesus. And men, if you go, if you're caught and you're a man and you're on there, it's a huge fine. But what if you're a, you're not a groper? If you're not a gropey dude, yeah. you can't go up there. What if you're way. transgender? Can you ride on the anti-groper? <laughs> There's no transgender. You're lucky that <laughs> women just have a safe haven. I heard, uh, I forget who I was talking. They said India is like a huge ladyboy population. Does it? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I That's, mean, uh, somebody told me that. They said uh, it's up there with Thailand, like in terms of numbers. May, I mean, they have 1.3. So they have a 1.3 billion people. Dude, if you have that many, think of the sexual kinks that exist. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, I don't even want to think about they it. They need to be filled. So there's 1.3 billion people, and it's one third the size of the United States. I heard it's 1.3 billion or 80 billion. 
and they don't know. It could be. Imagine <laughs> though that like you take four times the population, you put you throw them into one third of the fucking country, and that's why no one drives in the lanes, no one obeys traffic. You can't, rules. dude. I'm telling you, I saw stop signs and I never saw a single person stop at them ever, never. In general, I'd say the U.S. pretty strict when it comes to lot like stuff like that because they can regulate it. But even just like manners. Like in Israel, it's really the only place I've been, but a lot of pushing and shoving where oh, yeah. it doesn't, like here, that doesn't exist. But in other countries, it seems like it's kind of the norm of like, there's some jostling that goes on when you walk. I got uh, finally used to the pushing and shoving. This is, but I got, I got thrown into the lion's den with the pushing and shoving because we went to Old Delhi. They have a spice market there. And yeah, those like packed areas are dude, where it's at its worst. This is the craziest thing I have You're seen. You're with kids too, right? Yeah. How are they handling all well, this? Well, so we got so we landed there in the old spice market. It's huge. And so we got four rickshaws, the ped- bike, the pedal ones. So we had out. Riding yourselves or somebody's no, riding? No, no, someone's driving us. So as soon as we head out, like I'm talking, we're narrowly missing cars. I saw a dude with, he had a, a screw on his bumper that was sticking out that he, just strategically so. placed there to fucking hit people in the leg as he's trying to get through traffic to like poke them and get them the fuck out of the way. Jesus. So we get there. Real and Mad Max. Dude, it is pandemonium. I mean, it's people walking, driving, these fucking rickshaws, motorcycles everywhere, and they're just weaving in and out of each other. I saw this lady, this fucking crazy, I don't know if he was homeless or what, he was carrying a bag, and this lady walked in front of her or in front of him and this guy punched her punched this fucking lady in the face punched her in the the side of the head and what happened to she her? just kept walking unaffected unaffected dude what? And, he, and then he looked at our rickshaw driver like he wanted to fight him but the guy's like hey man everything's cool let this fucking guy go by just punched her how old was he that his punch was that weak He's probably in his 50s. Dude, this is also, by the way, all Indians are tiny, man. It's a tiny, the tiny people. It's a weak punch, though. You can't even make someone stop their walking stride. Well, so my brother and his uh, daughter are in one of these rickshaws, and we're stopped because there's so many people. So some guy in one of these little delivery vans backs into the rickshaw, almost tips it over. So the rickshaw driver starts yelling at the guy. The guy gets out. The rickshaw driver punches the guy in the face. In front of the children? Yeah. And I'm in bite behind. I'm like, what the fuck? Then another guy comes in. Or are all Indian punches meant to stun? (laughs) So then I thought, oh, huge. They like throw the jab. It's like like an Indian punch. This is the jab. No, this guy threw a fucking like haymaker. But it didn't do any damage. No. So then the other rickshaw drivers get in and break it up. I thought they were going to jump the guy. Because, well, the guy was, I think, scared of that. The rickshaw so union. Because these, and then the other rickshaw driver threw a flip flop at the guy. Whoa! And I don't know if he, I don't, it in wasn't India, mine. I don't know if he had another flip flop or not. In India, that's a challenge to a duel. <laughs> there was definitely a duel going on, <laughs> dude. So we're going through this fucking spice market. It's like nothing I've ever seen on the rickshaws. Or are you walking on the rickshaws? How do you even manage yeah, ex- to get through the people? Exactly places you don't think you're going to make it. By the way. I got punched in the leg. What's with all the punches? Dude, he pinned a guy and his like family against the wall with the rickshaw, and the guys were trying to tip the rickshaw over because his family was stuck, and he was punching me in the leg. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Dude, and the electrical system, I'm telling you, you've never seen... An- 
everybody has tied into these electrical systems, but they've done they've done it themselves. There are there were electrical wires dangling down on the ground that were clearly live wires that if someone had touched probably would have died. We were going around them maneuvering. But their electrical system sounds like a lot of uh, <laughs> the country filled of obstacles, dude. But I will I will say this: what an industrious people! Because there were thousands of tiny shops in like closet sized little things in the side of buildings selling just whatever niche you can fucking think of. Twinkies. I, I'm talking <laughs> the fucking wrappers to a Twinkie. They're selling. That's, They're not even selling the Twinkie. Who would buy? I guess a, a collector, a rapper collector. Oh, whoever needs something, like can you I, go there and you fucking buy it. Can I get a used condom? Yeah, there's a guy who probably does nothing but washes out old condoms. <laughs> there's them. a shop there that does that. I guarantee. So basically, it. it's like there's thousands of shops selling. Everyone's selling something different. It's like prison economics. Yeah. <laughs> It's and like, as we'll, we we'll sell you anything, do repurpose anything. As we go down these narrow streets and there's these other side alleys where I don't the, probably the unspeakable goes on. Like that's it's a where, labyrinth. That's of where crazy the lady boys shit. are. That you, must be. You weren't taken in there. Dude, and that's it, where the dogs are. There people are fucking the wild dogs. There's something going on. At one point we had to cross through this alleyway and it was a sea of people walking through the sidewalk. So the fucking rickshaw driver, he just starts ramming the rickshaw. He's he's off of it and he's pushing it and he's ramming it into people and people are lifting it up and th- throwing it back. Dude, it took us 10 minutes to break through this wall. And at one point we were in the middle of it so people were walking on either Why side. Why didn't you guys want to walk? Cuz you couldn't. Like it, it would have to do what we did in an hour on a rickshaw. Would have taken us five hours. It just sounds like the rickshaw is adding a lot of complications. But people did move. Some people would move out of the way, and you could cover more ground on the rickshaw. You need machetes that can, like, or some sort of weapon that poke out at times. (laughs) Dude, these rickshaws were basically. At one point, a guy was trapped between two rickshaws and some sort of a van, and he was screaming, and he tried to get in a fight with our rickshaw driver, (laughs) and he's trying to pick up the rickshaw and tip it over. To be a rickshaw driver, it sounds like you needed to to do like ten years of training in mma a lot of fights dude because i mean everybody hate yeah every i think everybody it was like after the guy got out he was fine though like people would yell and scream and they would throw punches and then that was it they come down quick so it took us 10 minutes to break through this wall of fucking people and i didn't think we were gonna do it i just kept telling the guy just go back go back you would hire dillman you would have needed you (laughs) wouldn't Dillman would have been eaten alive you wouldn't have needed uh any rickshaws because the cheat balls would have moved thousands of people you couldn't move anybody. Dude, Dillman's out of his element here. Dude, his chi balls. And then if he had his uh, farmings, what is it it's called? The Sith? <laughs> what, what, he's fucking. Oh, his, and he's doing his katas. Oh, dude. Yeah, his katas kill. The, uh, he knows 361 pressure points and he attacks them. So these uh, rickshaw drivers tried to drop us off in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of this place, and leave us there and try to get more money out of us. But uh, you think they they had that plan beforehand? Yeah, I'm sure they do it to tourists all the time. Only we were with my uh, sister in law's aunt, and she started fucking screaming at him because she's she was grew up there. She's, she's a like, painter. Fuck you guys. She let's demands go. Respect. Yeah. So she was like, "Fuck she, you guys. You're gonna take us where we're going." So they finally, we finally make it back to the like, train yeah, station. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Basically, <laughs> it was came. like they were like smiling and laughing. Yeah, we- Tried it, but uh, there was monkeys everywhere too. I would be terrified. All over the fucking place. Monkeys. There was a story while you were gone of a 
a village girl who was found in I guess like they've jungles I guess oh yeah in India but it's they, but she said she was mentally ill they, and the first bullshit. story said that she was raised by monkeys then quickly doctors are like we think she's mentally ill and was just left there because she's mentally ill it seemed a little crazy like yeah. it seemed a little bit little nuts yeah she's eight and they she said like she doesn't talk but it's like and they're like we don't think she like like they're like there are cameras everywhere even out there that would have seen a yeah. child and it never did it also seemed a little too fantastical they were it was calling like the jungle boy yeah he grew up in the forests of india too uh so then after that the next day my where are the monkeys like in public places they're just they're cl- they steal the clothes from people's houses because then people give them food to get their clothes back and they know the system. Jesus. So people hang their clothes out do to dry. Least, the monkeys steal it, then they, they offer them food, and they, they bring them back. they at least wear them? You're like, oh, look at that fucking... Yeah, look at that, guy's look at that monkey with that. In that Armani suit. <laughs> that monkey's wearing tiny whiteies. Those are my husband's. <laughs> and he's like, you want them back? Give me some fucking bananas. So what, they like hang out nearby? Yeah, the, no, they're climbing on all the buildings. They're no, every, I know, they're, but like, how do you know which one to trade with? Or is there like a, a pod boss monkey that you're like, No, hey, I think the monkeys hey, just know. They I see clothes. clothes. If they no, see how clothes, do you know which they, one has your clothes? Oh, no, the monkeys bring them back to you. Oh. They basically are like dangling them in front of you. Oh. In order, It's like an exchange. Like, I didn't know how far they went away with the clothes. No, no, they like go away just far enough that you can't reach them. And Can then you they hang bring the clothes inside? Or is a lot nuts? of people do, but a lot of people don't have the means to do that. Got it. But uh, another thing, you got to put spikes and AIDS needles on your clothes. Dude, the AIDS, the monkeys can live with the AIDS forever. They don't, it doesn't bother them. rumors they started it. (laughs) (laughs) So then the next day we go to the Taj Mahal, Abby, my sister and uh, her fiance. So the the driver decides not to take the new freeway. He says it's going to take too long to get to it. This guy's old fashioned. It'll take you a couple hours just to drive through Delhi. That's how fucking that's how fucked up the system is. So he decides to go on the country roads. Dude, scenic route. Dude, I so it took us like six hours. What kind of hours. car is he driving? Uh, he's driving a Toyota uh Innova. It's just basically a Toyota minivan. Okay. Every, they're all manual transmission too, all diesel. And this guy's going down the I'm telling you the the most country road. Dude, there was fucking craters in the road. That we had to drive through and around. And there was monkeys everywhere there, too. But it was interesting to see the very rural did he part hit, did he hit of any India. Monkeys? No. Those are sacred, too. You can't fuck with them. At that's all? why they're everywhere. And that's why they give them the clothes. <laughs> they steal the clothes. Do they ever work in cahoots with the cows and the dogs and the pigs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when they're trying to alert for tiger attacks. There may be some interspecies fucking there. It could be. Could be at least, there's at least monkeys sucking some dog dick. <laughs> They've tried see, it. Did you see it? They've tried it. <laughs> so then we get to the Taj Mahal. And if you're white at the Taj Mahal, by the way, at the Taj Mahal, there's lepers out there begging. There's a lot for that. There's, uh, it, I saw a guy, you ever seen the guy that walks on like all fours? Like his legs? Yeah. 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 Th- that was one of the saddest. There's guys wearing uh, flip flops on their hands that's, because that's how that's, they walk. That's why the guy threw one out to the crowd. <laughs> He's fucking getting crazy. <laughs> he said, Give it to your relative who walks on all fours. <laughs> Dude, but if so, if you're, if you're a white tourist, they charge you like a thousand times more than they charge Indi- the Indian residents what, to, to go, go to the there? Taj Mahal, but you can cut all the lines. This is the ultimate fast pass because. But you guys beat the system by going in brownface. 
dude, you do not want to go in brown face because the line is like three hours just to get a ticket. Then it's another three hours just to get into the Taj Mahal. We didn't wait in any fucking lines. The white people just walk right by. You feel kind of bad because there's a separate separate line that you just cut through all of these people. Whites only line? Did you meet any other whites? You're like, hey, is this, you're like, this uh, is- at the Taj Mahal, yeah, but the rest of the time we weren't in any tourist we areas. Were like, this is kind of fucked up, but how we get to cut the line? Dude, I, I, I just looked at the ground because I felt, dude, it was like imagine the line to get on a roller coaster times ten, but you are literally just walking through the middle of it. Can only imagine the hatred the people there have for white people it's, going. It's in insane. The head. It's got to be because it's like forty cents to get in there. Uh, if you are uh, from India, what's it like? Forty bucks? It's like 20, 15, 20 bucks for Americans. And the one of the or you at? I, I mean, mean the, any any tourist. The profit margin. They're like, we'll jerk these people off. I mean, the, the money yeah. they're making off that. We got a guide. So when we got there, we got a guide that was going to take us around to all this, all the area. And uh, he was actually, he's like, dude, you got to stay. Like, he's like, you stick with me because you're going to get pit pocketed. You're gonna if you don't do not give anybody money because you will just be fucking swarmed by children, like Did women he, with babies, fucking def, like kids who they blind in one eye in order to be get more money out of beggars. Did he pull his pockets out and make you hold them? <laughs> no, he was just like, dude. And then he was he, talking to uh, my sister's uh, fiance and my sister, like, hey, what I tell you? Don't take fucking pictures with people. Because people were taking pictures of my little sister, too. Dude, this guy, this Jim Carrey guy, couldn't turn down. He's like a young Scotty Maples. You he he loved the attention. Dude, I look like, you just seen me. I had like a fucking, I had a giant, like one of those big uh, safari hats on. I had like a fucking dust mask and a, like a thing around my neck. I look like a guy you didn't want to fuck like with. You sound like a steampunk maniac. You didn't want to fuck with this. Steampunk so nobody safari, came up man. to me at all. Nobody, no one wanted pictures there. with you. They were like, this guy fucking this guy crazy. Is mentally ill. Dude, at, on the safari, I look literally like an ISIS member. You know when ISIS guys are trying to protect their identity yeah. with like their face masks you and like their hats? A, did you have That's like a ski like. mask on? Yeah, I had a, what they call a buff. It goes around your neck. It's like a circular thing. You use it for like dust or to protect the sun from yeah, your neck. Buffer. So then the, we after that Bruce Buffer. We headed out then after uh, we were in Delhi for a few days. Then we headed out to Sampur. And this is where we well, went. Wait, wait, real quick. What were your impressions of the Taj Mahal other than the poverty, begging? and? I mean, once you get inside the gates, it's, it's an impressive fucking thing. I mean, it's one of the seven man-made wonders of the world. It's pretty impressive. Andre the Giant was the eighth wonder of the world. Not man-made. <laughs> Not man-made. <laughs> Not well, he, man- was, he was, technically was man-made. Well, we found man a, and woman found a made. loophole. <laughs> the backstory of the Taj Mahal, I'm not going to get into it because it's about an hour long, but it's a fascinating that'll be backstory. Next, that'll be next episode. <laughs> so, uh, so then the next day we leave for Sanpur, which is this small town where my sister-in-law's family has a fort. How, uh, before we get into it, how was the Sanporno? San Porno was pretty decent. <laughs> I can see that. It was pretty decent. <laughs> it was anyone anyone talking to you at any point? Like I was jerking it hard, and there was a rolling blackout, and I just I lost. And you lost porno. <laughs> I lost my. Power. I lost my porn. <laughs> I, I got blue ball. They uh they only use magazines because of the blackout potential. Oh, and monkeys steal them. It's yeah. more money than the clothes. 
give me my porno magazine back. Did you see it all? Monkeys stealing a car. They're like, we I can saw a bunch of monkeys driving. One like, was operating the brake, one was operating the gas. They're like, we can make steering. more money if we go for it. <laughs> the guy was chasing them. More you damn monkeys. <laughs> more expensive than clothes. We should do an animated series called The Monkeys of India. <laughs> They're just thieving at all times. <laughs> so, uh, so we leave the chaos of Delhi and we get to this fort. Now, I was I was undersold on this fort. You I didn't know. You sent me pictures. It was uh, that was only one courtyard. Insane. It was it looked it, like a college campus. It was more of a palace. Yeah, it was unbelievable. It may have had forty bedrooms. I don't know, but it was walled off, and uh, yeah, it was like a gated castle almost. But I didn't know that we when we got there, it, it was kite season. So whoa, is that a Jewish slur? <laughs> no, this is. Have you ever seen the Kite Runner? I read the book. So you kites know they, are big in that. Part yeah, you know how they have kite fights. They do. Yeah. Well, my the, first the goal, kite, the goal is to cut the other yeah. man's string. First kite fight I was in, I cut the guy's fucking kite. My first ever kite fight. And then he shot. It's you. like razor wire on there, and I was flying, and all these people wanted to battle the white people. In I the heard fort. they were chanting "Noxu Cow." <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> my first that fight, is dude. A white warrior, do not mess with his kite cutting. I felt bad because I was some kid on a rooftop who lost his fucking kite, but that's what happens. Hey, so I, then f- I retired as a fucking you, kite fighting champion. Wait, so you fought him from within the palace walls? Yeah, I was within the palace walls. I was oh, so on the just, roof. Though. You just launch yours into the air, and anyone who's going to come for it, I flew it off the roof. So they have this giant like. So it's walled off. So you just see like some little kid on like a building a little ways away. Dude, they all wanted to fight. These kids are great. They flew them all. All the next thing you know, after I cut one of them, I was getting bombarded by like four kites. Well, they were avenging. It was his family. Yeah, avenging his loss. I retired. (laughs) But you quickly pull it down. No, Uh, I got some. I sustained some damage from some high gusts. And yeah, I had I think, to get, I think it was from uh, no, from it was warfare. Nothing, no, the warfare was this was purely wind related. What do you win? Just the pride of being the kite cutter. It felt pretty good to cut this kid's kite. It felt pretty good. What I did the kid do? Did he the storm away, or did he just no? Look I didn't. I mean, I'm. Bu- did I, so, he just watch it fly into the wor- the sky? I don't know where it, dude. There, the ro- there's just people on rooftops. As soon as they saw like white people there, I think a lot of these people in this town, because this isn't like a tourist area, a lot of people have never seen white people. So they were very fascinated. And That's when, and then he was like, "And they have magical kite cutting." Yeah, and he, then he the, probably told his friends it was black white magic <laughs> that defeated him. He's like, "It was I flew the the kite of my life." This man used magic. It was just pure kite kite fighting skills, man. You may did the, anyone seek to say, "Do you want to enter the kite draft?" I'm gonna change my e- or my email to O'Neill the Kite Fighter at Yahoo.com. <laughs> you are now one and zero in your kite fighting career. What can I say? Granted, you beat a child. <laughs> it's not like an adult has any. The children have more skills than the adults. So you say. And but so, those adults were once children. <laughs> <laughs> well, her uncle. Uh, was, the, was the master. The uncle, yeah. He wanted to get he, But all the. He, he brought up. Uh, so they it's staffed by servants. There's you need to find servants like everywhere. A tiny, very lightweight, like a peanut person. Put them on the kite string with scissors. And then they <laughs> That's a hang glider Why did the hang glider Come in there With a machete And just start chopping kites The Seagal On a machete Or on a Very reinforced Hand glider Maybe a plane A small plane A helicopter Yeah Might get wound up though And you crash the helicopter That's the risk You gotta take If you wanna be the master Of the village uh, One of the kids Flew a kite over And landed it And 
and it had a message for my niece said, I who's love 10 you? yeah it said like you're very beautiful we want to meet you Come out and meet us. And they're like, you're not going outside these walls. Message on a cut. <laughs> was she like, mom and dad, you're always holding me back. No, she was scared. She's like, I don't, what? Uh, it was from like a 40-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been. You go out there. It could have been. Some guy and his friend. <laughs> With some roses. <laughs> like, this is what we thought. <laughs> Dude, the interesting backstory on how... Her great, great, whatever, 500 year uh, back grandfather got the place. So he lived in this village and the king of India, whose son would later go on, one of his sons would later go on and build the Taj Mahal. This is King Jaffe Jofer. So his kid, uh, this guy found the son, one of his sons, and the guy was injured. This guy nurses him back to health. And helps him get back to wherever the the king lives. King finds out about it, comes to her great 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 grandfather, says, I, "Here is your I'm for you helping out my son. Here's what I'm gonna do for you. However much land you can circle by on foot in one day, I will give you all of that land." So it was like their version of supermarket sweep. Yeah. So this guy covered thousands of acres. What in a do you circle it with? With his by by feet by foot, but with what like a stick? No, he must have had probably people follow. You know, whatever. Yeah, like a there was some sort of a weight that like this is how I. Maybe they made him piss, and he had to drink a ton of water. He may have left there. Like here's some goldfish <laughs> crackers. Just leave these around. And the wind blew it way out further, <laughs> and he got like 18 million no, miles. He, so that's he got, why they're all crammed into one part of the country because the selfish great great grandfather <laughs> took all this land. So he had thousands of acres. He had the whole village, and that's when they built this uh, fort, this, this fortress. Owns, this guy owns many small villages. And he had all these, like, uh, you know, he had all these towers on each corner where they would actually put armed guards. Do you have a British accent? Who, the great-great-great-grandfather? No, like the relatives. Uh, yeah, her, so her uncle, who uh, who lives there half the time, he is he was a fucking character out of a movie. This guy was the be- greatest storyteller I've ever heard. He also had like this. Get him on Ari white, Shafir's show. That's what I said to Abby. I was like, dude, he had this white pompadour and this British accent. And this guy, you could sit there for hours and listen. Sounds he was like- the guy that was as a child. So my sister-in-law's, her grandfather ran this tiger hunting operation in the 50s through the 70s. And this guy was like his right-hand man. His son was. And so he has the craziest fucking stories about tiger hunts. Did I tell you the time of the, when I fucked the tiger? <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, these people were so gracious. Please do not disparage I me. apologize. He sounds like the Indian Kenny Rogers by the he hairstyle. He kind of was. <laughs> but, and he took us to his trophy room. Dude, tiger, I mean, if whatever. You might not be into tiger hunting. And he obviously, he's a very progressive guy. Like he now sees he's a very into conservation. You know, he realizes that like maybe it wasn't the best thing at the time, but like at the time that was what you did. And they had one of the best uh, uh, tiger hunting outfits in does India. He, does he wear like any, uh, does he wear like a tiger head on his head, head at no, all times? But he has like walls of all these tiger uh, pelts and like stuffed tiger. Does uh, he have any bangled? They're all Bengals. No, I'm saying white, I meant. Oh, no. I, no, I don't think they survive. Well, albino. Uh, so one of the tigers that uh, his his father um, took a guy out to shoot is in the Smithsonian because it's the largest tiger 
ever shot. Jesus. So they also he had crazy stories. Like he would tell these stories as like matter of fact. Like one time this guy brought his wife to go on a safari and the wife shot a tiger and she was like for two hours she was like laying on it taking pictures all this shit well tigers have a ton of ticks and a bunch of ticks had bit her and while they were in camp she got sick and they called for a doctor but by the time the doctor got there she was fucking dead and so the tiger's revenge that's what it's called i thought you were going to say the tiger was faking its death for two hours. <laughs> no, but waited, he had problems. He had then, situations like that. And then killed her. That's no, he I was had kind situations. Of, in my mind, was kind of hoping for. No. But it did kill her anyway. But this guy whose wife died, a year later he comes back to do another safari, new wife. And she died. <laughs> she was still alive. She was still alive. Well, this guy moves fast. Maybe he was trying to kill her. He's like, go away with it. Dude, they, they had a picture of this countess and this count that came there. This countess later... Michael uh, Bisbing, the count? No, later murdered her husband. Jeez. But dude, this lady was probably the hottest woman I've ever seen. You know how sometimes you see pictures from like the 50s and 60s and you're like, yeah. she was hot for that era? Picture Margot Robbie, only way hotter. That's what they say. If you want to get murdered, marry a... Woman ever. And then the guy she married was this huge slum. And I was like, I, I was like, I know why she fucking murdered this she guy. She wanted out. Yeah. It was probably an arranged she that marriage. Cash. No, no, they're white people. No, they're but I'm like, saying, but was he oh, royalty or she was? She, he was royalty, oh. but I think she so was maybe, like. Maybe her parents pushed her in. She's like, I want out. I think she was super hot and just worked her way into the system. And just wanted I mean, to pound. Dude, I'm telling you the hottest uh, picture of any woman I've ever seen in my life. That's the, you know, who was pork in her probably was the pool boy of the castle at that time. <laughs> there was no pool, but there's a fountain. <laughs> oh, this is of this castle? Yeah, this is all. Oh, I thought you meant the, this the was tiger. Like, no, I'm saying that you meant the count and countess were from like. Oh no no yeah yeah they yeah, were from their own part of the world yeah yeah, yeah. they were from their own yeah I mean the pool boy their own neck of the woods I'm saying the pool boy from where they live oh yeah 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 this place is st- anything you need like it's staffed it's insane they like, have a kite uh, string operator. they had a guy who brings the kites up to you to, when did, if your kite did, got did cut Kenny Rogers would, clap his hands kite please pretty much. <laughs> It was pretty much, it was like that. Did you that. turn to him and say, kite me, Mick? <laughs> <laughs> Little Rocky, kite you before you. <laughs> so then, day two in this place is when I got sick. Oh, boy. So I'd been eating these peppers, which my brother had told, the, my sister-in-law's aunt had said that my brother eats these peppers every time he comes there. So you felt challenged. Yeah, only my brother didn't tell me that this time he wasn't going to eat the peppers because he thought every time he'd gone there, the peppers had made him sick. So I didn't know this. Do you think this is a ploy they use to get revenge on white tourists? It's like a family joke. But these are tourists. There's no tourists that go to this place. This is all like like their own family joke of like, let's put these whites through some trouble. No, because these are like store-bought. They're pickled hot peppers, but they don't refrigerate them. But I was eating them with every meal. Sounds like something Steve O'Neill would eat. Oh, yeah. He liked canned stuff like that. And my brother was eating them too, but only three people ate them. Me, Abby and my brother, my new brother-in-law to be, and we all got sick. Like what? Shits? Yeah. So, dude, at one point, so it's hot there. It was fucking in the nineties, but like humidity up the ass. And I was in a. So all they have is ceiling fans. They obviously don't have central air, but ceiling fans cool down pretty easily. But if you turn the ceiling fan off, it gets to be a hundred degrees. So sometimes I, monkeys will fly off. D- when dude, you turn it on. I was got attacked by some monkeys who were hanging out in the fort. There's a bunch of monkeys that live in the fort, 
and I tried <laughs> to approach one, they and work. it fucking got back on its haunches and blared its teeth. It was trying to lunge at me. It wanted to fight. It, if it bit me, I would have been in deep shit. <laughs> you would have been monkey. So I got about five blankets. I turned off the fan, and dude, people walked in the room. It was like a sauna, and I was freezing to death. It was like 110 degrees Can imagine in the, there. the smell oh. of that room. And so... That went on for a while, and that's when, and then the diarrhea started. Uh, I didn't pee for like two days straight because you were peeing out of your I'm ass, peeing out of my ass. <laughs> you were peeing for like two. something I've never. And then my uh, sister. How long did it last? Two days. Two days. Third day I was fine. Fourth day I came back, and I started taking the antibiotics. Jesus. So it was Some deadly. You may have a disease right now. Now here's the problem. You may also have malaria. Here, so here's <laughs> the situation. Malaria pills. <laughs> Dude, I might. You should see these mosquito bites I have. Jesus. It, but the, uh, is that catchy, by the way? Should I be? Should I be worried? Uh, I don't think it's sexually transmitted. All right, I think. I'm fine. Yeah. According <laughs> so to uh, you, got to wear a condom. When according you suck to my Gary, dick. R- Gary Rickleman, confessed on Twitter that he thinks that me and you sleep in the same bed, like live together, and he's like he made some reference that he thought, like despite we slept in the same des- bed, despite denying, no, like at all times, he thinks we're lovers. <laughs> Oh, Gary. Yeah. You're a real card. Gary's going off the deep end. So here's the situation, too. So at, I had planned to propose to my girlfriend Whoa. while I was on this trip. And so Feng Chow made com- veiled comments to me about this. I yeah, didn't know what to think of it. I had said it on stage, and he was in the room. So this uh, is the O'Neill engagement trip. Yeah, what I didn't realize is I had to buy a I had to buy an engagement ring. I thought that we'd find a bunch of cool little shops in Delhi to buy an engagement. You know ring. what you should have done? What offered some food to the monkeys to go steal some diamond ring? Come back. I show them a picture of a ring. Give hey. them some. I show them a banana. Just say and then point at the you ring. Like six bunches, <laughs> a lot of bananas, and you show some <laughs> some things you're thinking about. Some sizes, baby. <laughs> May still be attached to a finger. <laughs> Just bitten off with teeth marks on hey, it. There's some blood on it, but it's a hey, He has seven fingers to choose from. <laughs> it, uh, it opens up. I'll a, take that one. It opens up a monkey sized trench coat. <laughs> well, he gets it. Then the monkey would go. He would return the fingers I didn't need. He would get food for that. Or then he gets or reward for guys me. getting married. Yeah. <laughs> Start up a shop. <laughs> oh, by the way, dude, these. I, I will say this. In India, people, they ju- they fucking survive by doing anything. Right outside uh, my sister-in-law's aunt's apartment complex, there was a guy who would stitch shit for you right on the side of the street. Seamstress. Just hand him some shit. He had his own sewing machine on the back of a bicycle, and you would give him something. There was a guy next to him who would resole your shoes just right out on the dirt. Cobbler. It was just fucking These right there. old school profession. Yeah. They're getting by, man. So they have a physician. You could do a quick physical. No, they tell no you that physician. you have malaria. <laughs> well, they probably did, but uh, no, I'm saying the side of the road physician. Oh, I'm sure they probably have a proctologist who, <laughs> if you stick your asshole out the window, <laughs> he'll in over, traffic. He'll jog. He'll go. He'll there. jog alongside. Ah, <laughs> uh, so so then I had to go. I had to, I had about an hour to buy an engagement ring, which was tough because I did thought you there'd go? be. I went to this... Uh, took her to Jared's? I took her to <laughs> Indian Jared. I took her to Punjabi's. Punjabi Jared's. Poon Jared's. Poon Jared's. Uh, and so, I, I, yeah, I, they were getting ready to close. I thought we would have more opportunities 
to go and they're and they're like, there's there's nothing where we're going after Delhi. You've got to do it. You got to buy something now. So I got it. It was decent ring, and so then um, like similar prices to here, or is it? Uh, not you don't just say it. Yeah, it, was, it I mean, I, I think you get you get a better deal there. Was it a jewelry shop or was it? Yeah, yeah, it was like a high end, like it was a high end jewelry shop. Okay, like they're like a, no, like they're they're only in India. What would you do if you found out it was like a pawn style operation and you? Some, I would, some crazy, I wouldn't be, I some crazy be like, gangster was like, that's my fucking ring. I would probably just be like, I, I, I wouldn't, it be, it wouldn't be that shocking, to be honest with you, after everything I had seen. So you're seen. like, all right, try it on if you accept it and then put it away So get back. on their grounds of this fort outside the fort, they have this giant fucking house that they built just for a wedding to house wedding guests. Okay. And now it's like in ruins. But it's all, you know, it's like it's they built it like a hundred years ago. Is that where the monkeys hang out? There are a lot of monkeys there. There's also a lot of people doing drugs in there. But I thought I'm gonna go out there in the morning and, and it do overlooks some, do some drugs one last time. and then do and then <laughs> see, propose. see where my mind's at <laughs> and then propose. But then I got the warning: you can't leave the fort without somebody accompanying you. And then it came down, you can't leave the fort because everyone, and there's a lot of talk in the village, the yeah. town. Where travels fast. There's white via, people. Via kites. Yeah. And they didn't want us to get kidnapped or held for ransom or whatever. So you left whatever. the fort to get the ring. No, no. I bought the ring before I went to the fort. Because oh, they're like, there's nothing in the fort. So this the fort- town, I'm talking this town. Like, it's all open sewers. Like, you can take a dump and then run out in the street and watch your duty go down the sewer, right down the street. You're not allowed to swim in the Y if you have open sewers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry. There is garbage everywhere, and they burn it. I'm talking, we drove through fucking... You couldn't see to the other side because there was plastic being burned. Smell must be horrific. I mean, burning plastic. Yeah. That's that smell. (laughs) Oh, that would be me. <laughs> raw sewage. Uh, so now I'm sick in this fort, which is actually a good place to be sick. If you got to be sick anywhere in the world. You got to be sick in this fort. Were the servants helping you? Yeah, whatever I would need. Was, they, they spoke English, right? No. Okay. There was no English. No, no. They're These, like, you're like, more peppers? And, like, and they all trap. So the forts spread out. There's, there's multiple. There's like five sons that inherited the fort. So each son has like their own part of the fort that's there. Do they get along? Yeah, now they do, but I think there was. Are a they little... all there? Like they all live there, or they just come? Uh, there no, now? some never show up there. Some spend half their time there. Some come up once a month. Um, so this is like their cabin, but it's two huge castles. Yeah, basically, and this is real Indian Game of Thrones. But it's set up for like real fighting. Like, so any entrance into another part of the fort is like a C shape. Like you walk in. Then you have to turn a corner. Then you have to turn another corner. So they can stab you on those yeah. corners. Yeah, so you can't have like troops run in all at once. They have to do multiple turns. And they Where do they find their off. armed guards? Private security? They're not really, I don't, they're just like. They have swords? No, there's no swords. They, they have chi power? They have power of the chi for sure. Dillman's trained them. So I, this, this, there must have been 15, 20 servant like staff there. But there's probably. no guards. Well, there are. Enough people there that if somebody wanted to come in, it would be a problem. Who's manning the turrets? Nobody's anymore. What's the shit mode? Who's filling it on a daily basis? <laughs> so, also, there's showers, no tubs. Did anyone, any of the small villagers try to fly over the walls on a kite? 
Yeah, some guy's trying to get a catapult to hurl over. We were also we drinking. We just to see the inside one time. In the morning, we'd have fresh, uh, we'd have either fresh buffalo milk or fresh cow milk. From the tit? Yeah, I would take it right from the tit. Maybe that's what got you sick. No. Unpasteurized milk. No, they. I was. I got sick before that. Uh, so many, I mean. They boil it. With my stomach issues. You would be done. I would be dead, I think. You would be done for I would, Dude, I would the, bleed out of my asshole. The food was so <laughs> fucking, every meal was like Thanksgiving dinner. I mean, it was all so fucking heavy. And breakfast is like their biggest meal. A lot of curry. That's the one that they want. A lot of Steph curry. There's all kinds of shit. By, by the way, there is nothing there called curry. Okay. That's not even like a thing. So what happened? It's They don't have anything. They don't call anything <laughs> curry. Like we call shit curry. So what happened? It's just, it's just a lie. <laughs> yeah. It, that's a Western manufactured term, I guess. It's like the Chalupa of India? Something like that. I wonder who invented the term curry. I don't know. Guy Fieri. But he's like, there is no such thing as like, we don't have anything we call curry. I'm bringing Hunter to Delhi. We're checking out wild dogs. <laughs> We've got curry donkey dick. A monkey stole my bling. We got monkey sauce everywhere. That monkey's wearing my shades. <laughs> I'll give you a banana if you give them back. I'm going to kill it. Hunter got bit by a ravenous dog. He's got rabies. I'm going to do some kite fighting. <laughs> I'm going to do some cunt fighting. That's, that's a different organization altogether. Now, and then... Uh, so, all right. So then we fucking, so I get sick in this fort. Then Back we, to the, or do you want to go to the engagement story later? No, the, the engagement story is an ongoing battle. Got it. So then I get sick. I can't do the engagement. Then we can't you leave the fort. You could have put it in the bedpan of shit. Yeah, there was no. <laughs> Say, hey, we got to know I each other. swallowed a ring. We got to know each other because every time I had. Did you fart in front of her? Is that what made no, you want to get married? Every time I had severe diarrhea, I said, put on your headphones. <laughs> put Which? on the headphones and play. She's so like, it became well, a back and forth. She'd be like, put on the headphones. I got to go. She's like, why have you never told me to put on the nose plug? <laughs> you couldn't, you know, there wasn't a smell because they had a fan. They had a great fan that just blew it out into the village. Oh, so they're like, fuck you, villagers. Dude, there was a giant lizard on the wall. Ugh. And I turned on the fan and I thought, there's no way because it came through the fan. The fan's high up and it went through the fan and it just got fucking destroyed. You could hear it in the fan. Just go, oh, it was like Tango and Cash when. Yeah, like walk through the fan. Like, what an idiot. Oh, they don't have any tubs. So the shower is literally right next to the toilet, the sink, and it just uh, goes onto the floor into a drain, which I was like, if I had a fucking house, that's how I would do it. Like, there's, there's no tub. You don't have to worry about anything. You know, it's great. Good. And if you just make the ground, like, you have to clean it, really. Yeah. So then we leave. We go to this other uh, area called Nanital. It's up in the mountains. It's in the Himalayas. What did you guys do on lockdown that you couldn't leave the, the thing? I mean, there was a lot to do there. Play board games? We played. We did the Holy. They have this thing where they fucking... The glory <laughs> They throw... Uh, it's like a r- religious thing where it's basically... Like squirt guns and water balloons, but with dye. Only some of the dye is toxic, so I don't know what they made it out of. <laughs> I thought like every fifth balloon, like you can die if you get hit by no. this one. So you better watch out. So then we watch ran- out for the red balloons, they'll kill you. So then, like the staff made water balloons all morning for us to throw. I felt kind of bad because they just sat there and watched. We were can't having a great join time. Join in? No, I can't. They're not allowed to. Are you forced to wear white shirts and the servants are loving it? They're like, get the No, you are. Yeah, you wear white shirts. Yeah, because they want to see your nips, dude. I I said I don't want any of the uh, the dye on me. Dude, this is a con, dude. They wanted to see all your nipples. (laughs) They said, wear your tidy whiteies. (laughs) 
It's like, it's C or D. You're like, I'll go one better. I'm going naked. I wasn't really comfortable with the uh, with the servants, but I was like, but then, you know, other than, I mean, what job would a lot of these, would they have? You know what I mean? Did you slap any of them? A lot of them have been with the family for years. Did you slap any around? No, but I mean, I, I get, you know, I mean, it's a good job to have, but like, yeah, but it we're, is kind of weird. In our culture, we're not used to It's just it like having a maid. Or, no, I know, but I could see why you'd be, a, you know, yeah, we it's don't kind of see a, it. And every, it's, yeah, but I mean, there it's like, dude, I, I mean, I would seriously consider moving there because you could have a, a cook, a driver, and a, like a Don't fucking, you need the money, though? Or is it, it, doesn't, it doesn't cost that much. So like with what I if make 1. right 3 now? If 1.3 billion people and you could definitely, human labor is about as cheap as it comes. I'm going to start training my kite flying and they'll see you what, can I do can, it. what I can raise. So we go to this place, Nani Tall, and uh, so they have another house there. And this house is pretty fucking sweet. It's people, up in the mountains. People are like, the own pro- mad property. It's all from this guy saving the king's son. He made a huge ass circle. <laughs> and so. He made, uh, maybe he was a marathoner. Dude, I would be like, if someone told me that, I would just fucking, I would be Forrest Gumping it around the place. What if you only got like uh, halfway around the circle? Yeah, does that not count? Do you have to finish it? I'm sure they're going to, I'm sure he's not going to fucking be like, well, I told you, you got to complete the whole circle. Maybe that's just a myth and the guy just gave him a ton of fucking land and made up this story. Could be, I don't know. But that's that's the backstory of it. I mean, how far away was not at all from where you were? Well, no, then they bought a, oh. they, they had, that, so that was like, no, 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 that wasn't part of the, no, that was, it was like a fucking five hour yeah. drive. Okay. Um, Cause he wasn't that good of a runner. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, he wasn't that Unless good. he invented like a car back in the day. Back in the, well, there's also some Muslim guy buried in a tomb from 300 years ago in the place and in the town, there's a lot of Muslims. So you know they pray five times a day. Yeah. Well, they start blaring at four thirty. The Muslim chanting. The call to prayer. Yeah. At four thirty in the fucking morning, and then it lasts all day long. Five times this happens. I mean, it's blaring, and so every Thursday, all these Muslims come into the fort. Well, they used to to uh, worship at the tomb of this Muslim guy that was buried there three hundred years. Who is he? But it became such a problem that they had to stop. Who was the guy? I don't know. Just some fucking. But they like. They, he also they, haunts the fort, supposedly. Did you have any experiences? Yeah, he gave me diarrhea. <laughs> did you feel him tickling your butthole? He gave me diarrhea. <laughs> For how many days? Three, <laughs> two, one off, and then the third. It's <laughs> <laughs> weird. I think it seems like malaria. To me. <laughs> no, malaria would kick in much later. I won't know if I have malaria for a few more weeks, maybe right. years. Maybe years. <laughs> Something to look forward to or not. So then we go up to Nani Tall and there, dude, there's just like these cobblestone streets that cut through the Himalayas. There's a giant lake. It's very beautiful. So I go, all right, I'll get engaged here. And then Abby get, goes down. She gets sick. She's done. The peppers. She's out. The ghost peppers. Yeah, she's out. So she. You think so, it's from the peppers? Like what? It just takes a while for whatever's in there to get to you? I, it had, dude. Oh, the three people that ate the peppers got sick. I don't know if there was like. Uh, I ate more peppers than anybody. I got sick first. So was that it could be the second? situation? No, uh, Jim Carrey. Hours later, my brother's future brother-in-law got it, and then days later, Abby got it. The peppers. Abby held out for a long time. The goddamn peppers, it, man. It was something. 
So now it, uh, my plans for doing this are ruined. What woman doesn't want to be proposed to on her deathbed? <laughs> well, you know, right the morning before she got sick, I went down to this lookout area to do the proposal. And then some fucking 17-year-old Indian kid, he shows up there right before I'm ready to do it. And he starts talking to us for like two fucking hours. I'm telling you, I've never been more angry in my life. And Abby kept saying, why, are you, why were you so mad? He was a nice guy. She later realized what I was trying to do, and my window was, the was closing. Ultimate cock blocker. Oh yeah. Well, what if she? Like, and he didn't. He barely spoke English, but he kept talking to us. He's joining the Indian military, and, and he was like, te- "Cool, all right, well, yeah. I'll see you later." Well, then he started telling us about how his mom is possessed by, or his mom was possessed by God. All right, well, I'll talk to you. Well, no, then he goes, "I don't believe that," but then he goes, "Why would my mother lie to me?" So she had to have been possessed by God, and then it went on for an hour. About all this shit, like she did. Uh, it doesn't sound go, like such a nice guy at this point to me. <laughs> Sounds like a, an Indian filibuster. And so I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Well, look at the time. Don't you have somewhere to be? Don't you have army training? <laughs> well, and she cursed some guy and put a hex Jesus on people. Christ. And that's when I was like, Buh. All right. One time at Indian band camp, I shoved a sitar up my peel. <laughs> my mom come to pick me up, and she is Jesus. My mom speaks in tongues, and I believe it. <laughs> but why? What he's saying. But I don't believe it. But like, why would she lie to me? You just said you didn't believe it. And then, so then we're like, and then I'm like, all right, well, we're going to head out. And he goes, oh, I'm going that way, too. So we follow You're like, we're actually the going way. the other way. Like, wait, no, I'm going, taking oh, the long I'm route. I'm going the other way, too. He would have. He would have followed us everywhere. He almost—he could have ruined your life. He could have. Say yeah. you had a small window where, like, for whatever. I know. Say she found so I don't know something happened, and that guy she, she died. Uh, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. That guy could have ruined your life. She was like a hot property there because she's fair skinned and red hair, and people were like, they, and, you know, they see white people. Freckles too, probably. Yeah, different because so dark people, skin. I don't think freckles. Often. No, and so people were like, "Whoa, this is very odd." Very. If you're, if you're a blonde, like in countries like that, they really go crazy. Yeah. Yeah, especially Asians, I've heard. So then, and then we went and visited some temples. We went to this temple where this Swami hung out. I guess it's where Steve Jobs and Mark Zuckerberg go. And Steve, so, like Steve, it's like a big Silicon Valley uh, hangout. Are, are they have good wireless. <laughs> I don't know. You can like guys from Silicon Valley because Steve Jobs went there and Zuckerberg, and then they became. Steve uh, these Jobs. huge successes. I think all these guys with startups go there. Well, Jobs was. Uh, I read his book. Was a big hippie. Uh, went through a big yeah. barefoot phase where he would not wear shoes, even in corporate scenes. Well, this is this terrible is, bo to the point where he was hired for a job, and they go, "Dude, you got to start that. doing something. You stink." And uh, went through a phase of like, uh, did LSD credits. He claims that's like a huge thing, and is like how his brain works and the creativity. Wow. But also got big into like, he joined like a Harry Krishna uh, like commune at one point. This might have been that sort of place. And then got into like, I think like Indian, you know. Like meditation. Yeah, and, and re- world religion. People stuff. are really, no matter who you are, they're like, even the uh, even, even the uncle guy, the fucking uh, raconteur, he, this guy meditates all the time. His wife meditates. But uh, this, so this Swami gave jobs the apple which evidently is kind of what inspired either apple or his like 60 day addiction to apples well uh everybody's just eating apples there's different tales on that because when he lived on that commune it was like an apple farm okay and so he like i think only ate apples there for, so there's different so yeah stories, well, I, the, the story is that this guy and there is a I, picture I of this Indians, guy with a fucking apple though 
and maybe this guy only ate apples. Was it after, though, that he owned Apple? I don't know. I I don't know what the... And then he's, like, holding a book up to Zuckerberg's face, and he's like, Facebook? (laughs) Book in face. And he's like, he names every American company. (laughs) Fucking Phil Knight goes over there. He's like, you are... Here's a a Knight key. He's like, Nike? Knight? Gates is over there. He's like, very small and soft. I would say micro soft. (laughs) <laughs> Not bad, Swami. Interesting. He's a, the Swami of naming American companies. It's very interesting. Uh, they call me Fortune 500 in Swami. <laughs> we went to this butterfly place. This guy is like one of the greatest butterfly collections in the world. What, captured? Cra- no, like they're they're on display. Dude, there's this butterfly. What do you mean, like live butterfly? No, I mean, they're like, they put the pin in them, you know, on the yeah. display. There's I knew a, a butterfly catcher. A, a friend's father, when I grew up, would was travel he? the world. like a pervert. No, he would travel the world to... Uh, really? Yeah. That's a... Dude, there he was, was this, a weird dude. There was this butterfly, and it had... Its wings were two cobra snakes. So when it was like, it looked like two fucking cobra snakes. It's crazy. Hey, what do you mean? I don't get it. The, the wings, the, the, the design on the wings were of two snakes. But like this well, each a, wing had a, its own snake. It's a real butterfly or is it a fake? No, one? real butterfly. There's poisonous butterflies. What? Yeah, they kill people. Some girl ate butterflies and died in like fucking Brazil. Why was she eating butterflies? She's fucking mentally. <laughs> was she homeless or something? I don't know. She was hungry. <laughs> is that the glue of like small children? <laughs> it was a fascinating look. And also the guy who, uh, there's a lot of leopards in this Nanital area. And uh, this guy, his, just a week before, a leopard had uh, broke into his uh, porch and killed his dog. And another leopard had killed These animals this. are constantly up to no good in these, this country. Yeah, but ton I think of leopards. Sounds like there's just people butting up against animals. This place is super, I mean, it's in the middle of the mountains. It's just like this little oasis so if there in the middle was, of the Himalayas. there was an Indian show called Mountain Men. It would be in Nanital. And this guy needs to put the spikes on his yeah. patio. It's also, I, I know that. We were staying at, uh, the elevation of this place was 6,800 feet. And we went even higher. Like, we did a lot of hiking, and it was just a really nice place. Did you get any uh, elevation sickness? No, I did not. Did you see the man who played Egg Shen from Big Trouble Little China, who was also in The Golden Child? Yeah, I saw him. He was a guide in The Golden Child in Nepal. What is that? Oh, yeah, it was. (laughs) Did you see him there to take you up the mountain? (laughs) How'd you get up the mountain? Drove? Uh, they had a, yeah, well, no, we drove up, dude, by the way, I mean, you, the driving in Delhi is crazy. Now you're on these fucking one lane roads and people are going like insane. Oh, I saw I mean, ice road truckers when they took the all-stars to wherever country that was yeah, in the fucking, it was like that in the cliffs where it looked insane. I had to move boulders out of, uh, out of the road to clear a path so we could drive up into the mountains Jesus. at one point. Did you see any yak pussy? I saw a lot of ox and buffalo. Ox pussies. A lot of ox pussy. That's their taste. Oxy pussy. (laughs) Uh, And so then after that, so we had some great, I finally then on our last night proposed. The the 17-year-old pop out of the closet. (laughs) He's like, hey, hold on. I have a few more questions. Well, it turns out though. How did you propose? Set set the scene for the Well, there was another obstacle because when we got the Nani tall, my uh, sister's boyfriend Said, Stole hey, sun, thunder. I, I, I had the same plan. So he's like, you should have done a duel. <laughs> what? Like, did you check his ring out just to see if you're going to be showing up? Oh, yeah, dude, he it was a huge fucking rock. And you're like, hey, can I buy you another <laughs> ring just for this? Well, no, Abby doesn't like we're anti diamond people because we don't like the way that they're mined. 
Okay. So, so you won out there. <laughs> yeah. So, and this guy is like a he's like a legit human, right? He's like a he has a great job, job at yeah. Google. Yeah, it's like he's like a hired like. Did, did he? Did it he was go huge. to the? It was like that fucking big when he went to the Silicon Swamp. I am sensing a tech job from you. <laughs> uh, that's what everyone was saying. They're like, once you go to this place, you're gonna end up starting like a startup that's One gonna of be the huge. People in this room works in tech. It is Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, they're wireless or they're like carriers in India, I guess, are are way better than anywhere else in the world because everything's done through cell phones over there. Well, there's a reason we outsource a lot of our tech over yeah, there. It's they're, fucking, they're the masters. It's tremendous. Granted, you know. It's, it's also labor is cheap as fuck. There's some language barriers sometimes when you have to talk to them. But, but I understand why now. <laughs> uh, so then I. So uh, what would you say to him? Like, what, when are you planning to do it? I go, maybe we should talk about when. Like, maybe. And so but then he got, he was still sick. Like he had been taking these, so these, to go these in there Indian antibiotics. Like, I talked to you for a minute. I was like, hey. <laughs> so then I said, fuck it. I, it was our last night there. We're on this swing. It's overlooking the whole city. And by the way, it's not quiet at all. Like you're up in this remote uh, Honk, mountain town. Honking. And it's just honking dogs. Yaks fucking. Monkeys fucking <laughs> doing crazy shit. Leopards glory holing. They, they have bigger. So they have these uh, macaques monkeys throughout most of Delhi and India. How, how big is maca- a macaque? I'll show you a macaque <laughs> is what I kept saying. I go, you want to see macaque? And then they have these bigger monkeys, these fucking huge monkeys that monkeys, are up in Nani Tall. Monkeys terrify me. Dude, you, then you would, these are about like, these w- would come up to your crotch. They're dude, huge. Dude, I, I don't think I could go to any of these places. And they're running through the street. Like, you see them everywhere. Dude, they're, what's scary about monkeys is they have the speed almost of a human. They're fast. Oh, they're faster than a human. And you have to fight it like a man if it comes. Yeah. And what if one has a knife? Dude, you I can want... easily get a kitchen knife. And they, I've seen people like online and stuff and just all over and whatever. Oh, they'll bite you. But women love putting them on the shoulder for the photo. But like, I wouldn't put any, anywhere near no, my that's face. That's a wild animal. Dude, but on the head, it, I don't trust any of it. No, they'll bite. They'll bite the but like, shit I'm talking, out of you. These are like tour, you know, guys who yeah. have. Them. Well, I think still, in some I of those wouldn't trust that. In some of those really touristy areas, they're like very tame. When they love the people, because they want food. the food. But yeah, I wouldn't. Fuck but with these anything. were like wild beasts. Dude, I would, I would have a, a gun, a machine gun on me at all times. If you times. killed those monkeys, they would kill you, dude. They're sacred. Well, if I got scared dude, enough, you got to be more worried about the leopard. Uh, there was a video that uh, one of the guys that we were staying with. He he walked his daughter to school. And the security footage from the daughter's school, as soon as he dropped her off, he turned his back, a fucking leopard runs right behind him. It was going to class. Yeah, he's going to eat some kids. <laughs> I went golfing there on this fucking golf course, dude. Mini golf? No, in the woods. Dude, by the way, so they had three holes all interconnected. If you were playing, you would get hit with a fucking ball. Well, it sounds like the the traffic. It's like the way of life there. Dude, I, here's, you know what they have? <laughs> so they send guys out there to collect your ball. Like, there's guys standing out there that you hit the ball and they like maneuver out of the way and then bring your balls back why are you supposed to finish the hole like a a year ago one of the guys got hit in the fucking side of the head with a ball (laughs) now he has glasses because he's he's almost blind in an eye and he has mental problems maybe he should have been kept his (laughs) eye on the ball golf balls are when they go up to the sky are very hard to track yeah at some point they were just because the guy was standing right in the fucking what do you yell instead of four is it four they yell ball uh well, I think they yell ball. 
I kept yelling four because it's easier. And they're like, you keep saying the number four. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, what? Four? How many? How many did you hit? Four to what? I only see one ball. <laughs> so then they, dude, they run. It's also hot as fuck. And they're running. Are the others? Are you just is it like a driving range? Or are you, no. are you trying to finish holes? I, I, at first we were doing driving range. And then we then we started. And then he's like, the hole's right over here. So, dude, the hole, is, they cross over each other. You, There's no way you could play with more than one like party on there if there was multiple people they it would get hit with a fucking sounds ball like a spicy version of golf yeah, i like it's it. spicy for sure i like the it. other side of this my dad got hit with a ball once at a fucking huge oh i can only uh, imagine huge you're lucky you don't die I think you got hit i almost got hit in the head uh by a ball dude if you went to india you would get hit in the head for sure dude i worked at this country club they posted me up right outside where you get eat like where the ninth hole like where you cross over to the back nine yeah and so there's a car path and this ball fucking, fu- I'm just sitting there at this goddamn stand with food in front of me, like hoping they would buy it, which was the stupidest idea because no one bought it. But the ball hits, I think the pavement and fucking rockets like right near oh. my fucking head. I had that once. Where <laughs> Narrowly I- missed me. And the guy came up and he's like, oh my God. We used to have that when we would drive by, go- you ever have to drive by the golf course, like the ones that don't have fence and then yeah. I had a ball fucking bounce right in front of my car i drilled a car once at this part as it was driving by no parked oh you're lucky par three course no but it was like no like in the it was like a i'm not i wasn't good and it was like a parking lot right and i fucking drilled jesus you fucking knock out a window you could kill somebody the uh so then but then so where we were driving there was like this uh what the fuck do you call those uh uh you know a thing with like a little roof that you hang out veranda yeah and uh what's the other there's a another Hoopa. term no it's like a i don't you know what i'm talking about uh, I, there's i can't fucking think of the name oh, uh, what it's you call uh it? we're right there on there's like, steps yeah it's like a circular deal yeah. it's got a railing it's uh, got a fucking what do roof you call that thing anyway it's made out of limestone and you can see where the monkeys lick it to get the salt off but anyway so then I looked behind it and there was a 4,000 foot drop off because there was a landslide that had happened Jeez. a couple of years ago. I mean, it was just so, it was golf course and then just fucking sheer drop off cliff. Did you cliff. hit any, any balls off the cliff? No, I did not. But I actually had a decent game. I haven't, I played one time 20 years ago. Maybe you should get and, back uh, into it. That probably, eh, not really my style. Well, but you uh, got your fill. So we played that. Yeah, this is a real, real sporting trip for you. Well, Kite was, fighting, golf fighting. <laughs> it was a real monkey <laughs> fucking. So I got to get into then. We go after that. We leave there. What happened with the proposal? So it happened so, here or is it somewhere else? No, so then it has our last night there. They have this like swing and uh, it overlooks the whole city. It's up really high. And uh, so I had to do it there. I, I, was, I had my arm, uh, my left arm around her shoulder and then i said oh hey can you get my chapstick out of my left pocket Ooh, slick and so then she goes in there <laughs> that's not chapstick. That's <laughs> your, that's your i know there was a lot of that <laughs> she goes i don't feel any chapstick but i feel something else and then i was like well besides my dingus do you feel anything else and she's like yeah there's like something else in here and i was like well pull it out and so then it was the ring and then she didn't and then, so I asked her and there was nothing there's nothing for like 20 seconds silent <laughs> yeah there was no you get answer. down on the knee yeah took the knee I took the knee while she's sitting and so then there was there was nothing there was just like a lot this is a like, lot of shock uh, and I go so uh, <laughs> so and then she said yes uh, but uh, she was still get, getting over sickness so there was no like <laughs> thank you 
there's no boning or anything because she was still getting over her illness. Is that, is that tradition that you the bone, right? I mean, you probably are going to bone after you get engaged. <laughs> The Indian marriage song. So then I went. Congratulations. Well, thank dude. you. It's unbelievable news. So then in the morning. I remember a young Ryan O'Neill would often tell me I will never get married. Well, I and said I was going to wait until I was 40. Here we are <laughs> years later. Congrats. I'm happy thank for uh, you and your lady friend. Thank you. So then I was freaked. I was like. Was this before the uh, Jim Carrey guy or after? Well, so that was the other thing. I told her about that situation and I was like, so don't. So we shouldn't say anything. So early in the morning I got up to go knock on their door so I could talk to him. And that's when I found out that morning that he had gone to my spot with the, with the Indian teenager and he had asked her there. And I was like, you're lucky that you didn't get the fucking Indian teenager. That guy's guy. known as the wedding proposal ruiner yeah, of the, the village. He's the cock blocker. You're like, that guy's 40 years old. He has no mother. <laughs> <laughs> he's just insane. So <laughs> that he, mother tells me she's possessed by Vishnu. I don't believe it, but why would she lie? By the way, I got the backstory on all the gods. It was pretty fascinating. Uh, they yeah. had a fucking cave where you could go in there and worship, and then if you went down, supposedly this cave went all the way down to the lake, and it was like miles, and I was like, dude, I got to go in there. Everyone's like, do not fucking go in there. You're, You're going right. to die. The big trouble in little China monsters that exist under that cave. Yeah, you had to crawl. It was like that not to mention uh, spelunking. It was well, crazy. The leopards and the monkeys you would well, I don't think you're going to find any in there, but it was like tight quarters. Probably I would have been claustrophobic maybe as snakes. fuck. Yeah, there was probably snakes in Definitely there. lose your way. Yeah. So then, so we'll leave there and we'll go to their final destination, which is... The movie? Final the, destination? We go to this resort where we go to the safari. So this resort uh, is awesome. It's uh, it's called Ahana, and it is outside... Sounds like Hawaii. Jim Corbett National Park. And Jim Corbett? Jim Corbett's this guy who killed a many man-eaters. There was a lion He's a Brit, or a I'm tiger. A British guy, I'm assuming? Yeah. It sounds like you hear that name. You're not expecting that in India. He may or may not have been in love with his sister because he never married, but, he spent a, but it said he spent a lot of time with his sister. Well, or he was gay. Wow. So, was she ever married? No. Wow. <laughs> it could be. So okay. he, he killed this fucking tiger. That it, This tiger had killed 433 people. And he took this fucking thing it's down. It's like, uh, what's that uh, movie slash D- book? Dark uh, Heart. Heart of Darkness. Darkness, something like that. Yeah. It was like that. Oh, and then there was a leopard who killed thir- 333 people. Or how, do 300... they, how do they know it's one, though? Uh, I think, well, because they're, I guess if, you're, if you see tigers a lot, their stripes are like fingerprints. Like you can tell the same one. So. See, I'm a racist. All tigers look the same. That's how me. I am, too. That's how I am, dude. So we get to this des- get to this resort. I tell by the dingus size. I, t- I tell by the, by the yeah the feel of the pussy. <laughs> I gotta have sex with it first. Bring it over here, <laughs> dude. We get to this resort. This resort is thirteen acres, and we are the only people here. Like it's not during a it's not like a vacation time for Indians, and it's during the weekday. I guess during the weekends it gets packed, but. So we have the, dude, we have the run of this fucking resort. Like we're staying in a house on this resort. It's a two stories, like three bedrooms, three bath. And 
So we have the pool to ourselves, giant pool. You would loved it. I was in the pool for an hour and a half one day. Are there monkeys around? There are. Well, there's more than that. There's tigers. And in the middle of the in night, the water. dude, in the middle <laughs> no, of the I night, swim around it. all you hear are gunshots scaring elephants out of the fields from the farmers. You hear people yelling, dogs barking, and you hear gunshots because elephants are are knocking down the crops of the local villagers. Are Indian prisons like silent? You know how our prisons they say are so loud. Like is it there's like the, there's a, no, but there's the opposite to yeah. drive you crazy. Like it's too quiet it's, in it's here, man. Quiet. Where are the where are the fucking and the yelling and the beeping and the elephants? Well, the, this resort butts right up against the park, and I guess they say my brother and I tried one night, but they're like you'll see tigers walking like right behind your room. I didn't. But we went out. What, outside or like from inside? Like out, it's fenced off, but like you, in, inside the park, they'll be just walking by. Jesus. So. Can you prod them from inside the fence? Yeah, you can throw stuff. You put your dick through there and be like, hey, won't you lick this? You can put, hey, Chompy, like stand by me. <laughs> put can, some tiger You can bomb. rip farts and stuff like that and let them smell them. You could show your asshole and <laughs> then take it. it away from it. Yeah. You're not going to get this. And then it rips open the fence and kills you. <laughs> so we go, so then we go out, we have a safari as soon as we get get there safari so, shafir basically they have these things called gypsies and they're basically just suzuki sidekicks they thought, sold thought, them the model thought like, it was people who like carried you around no gypsies they so it was all open there's no cage or anything it's just a suzuki sidekick you're Bor- sitting in the back of it borat hates gypsies yeah he does hate them <laughs> so we pick up we have a driver pick us up and then we pick up our guide all the guides are are employed by the uh indian government and our guide dude this guy had seen i don't know if this guy was ex-military this guy was fucking intense and crazy real fucking crazy Did he have any- didn't like the other guides by the way and i don't think the other guides liked him he's a wild card he, if you would see so he would like wave them off he'd be like there's nothing here keep going he would fucking get crazy you're a wild card so we drove around it you was play by the rule it was a three-hour safari we saw a lot of shit a lot of monkeys a lot of different birds they have a fucking deer there that barks like a dog a tiny deer and it sounds just like a dog when the it old, barks the, the barking deer is what they call it we know why they were fucking those dogs yeah and then they get to, they get the bark they inherit the bark <laughs> they do so we're looking for tigers that's what everyone's there to see but everyone told me that tigers there aren't that many left out in the wild and there aren't that many in the park so everyone said you're not going to see a fucking tiger even like the her relatives they're like you're not going to see a tiger when you go there. It's just probably not going to happen. Don't get your hopes up. But it was a good drive anyway. So we're not seeing Who anything. Who drives? The guide or is there a driver? No, the driver and then the guide stands up. My brother and his wife and his kids are in another gypsy. And uh, they have a guide who's more interested in talking to the driver than looking for fucking tigers. What are they talking about? I don't know. Whatever. Because <laughs> my sister-in-law speaks some Hindi. But Could she pick anything up? It wasn't anything worthwhile. Like, Should we kill these people? Or what? <laughs> Should we take their take their money? <laughs> Should we take their women? <laughs> One has a new ring on. <laughs> Did you see the size of the rock with the British? Well, no, we killed? they didn't. We didn't have any communication really with them. They were in a separate one because it only seats like four people. Oh, okay. So then. Uh, there's a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of different people driving on this. Because you can drive through the whole park. They have or it's about you, they have roads that you follow. And so we're not seeing anything. We're, it's about three hours in. It's getting dark. We, we got to leave. the car like that Chinese. You're not allowed to. No, but that, well, yeah, you're not in any danger. You're, dude, it's completely open. Like, whether you step out the, the three feet to the ground or you're in, <laughs> you're outside of the fucking vehicle. Like, there is, there is no barrier between you and the wildlife. 
So then we're driving and we're, see we're heading home. Uh, not that day. I'll get to the elephant story too. Did we, you fight on top of its back? Like, no, there's, uh, it's even worse. We'll end on the elephant story. So then we are driving and I'm standing up because there's no rule. <laughs> you do whatever the fuck you want. So all of a sudden the guide yells, the the driver slams on the brakes. I almost fly over the roof of the fucking Jesus. car. And he probably why you shouldn't, <laughs> despite <laughs> there being why. no rules, not standing up in a moving vehicle. So then he backs up. Dude, there's a fucking tiger in the bushes sleeping with a cub. Like, and so we're like, holy you shit. You think it was a sexual relationship? I think maybe no. I think I think they just fucked and they were tired. So it's a mother and it's got a cub, and, and then so, that's when they're at their most dangerous. Yeah, but it's probably like thirty feet away, and so um, you know, it's you're like holy shit. So then it, my brother, he was already up ahead. His guide had given up, and they're heading out of the park. His guide, whatever they were talking, he's like wanted some pussy or something. It was something was going on. So then we're watching this thing for several minutes and then another car comes by. And anytime someone stopped, like everyone's like, oh, what are they seeing? And our guide was like, stop. Everyone sit down. Don't look at it. He's waving this guy by like nothing to see here. Why? He just doesn't like like sharing the well. Yeah. I don't know. Well, he wanted bigger tips or something. Well, technically, you're not supposed to tip them because they're employees. But I like that. Maybe just, I don't know. No, weird. I don't know. But so anyway. It's weird to hog something that like doesn't matter if someone looks I, at it or well, not. Well, I think maybe I know the reason now because then this thing, they stop. So they're looking at I it. I think he planted it. It was fake. Well, this wasn't fake because. He, he didn't want to get caught. <laughs> so all of a sudden, the second one pulls up. These people are looking. A lot of commotion. This motherfucker gets up and dude, within a second, it's bull charging us full fucking sprint and it fucking stops about 15 feet for i thought abby abby was like right in front of me dude i thought we were all dead i literally thought did you scream this was a fucking huge beat no i yelled drive drive and the guide is screaming and pounding on the fucking car was it roaring yeah, so then it stops and it fucking roars. They're and loud. I'm, dude, it's also a blood curdling. Like, people say that you can hear a tiger roar for like two, three miles. And even if you hear it in the woods and you're far away, they say it just fucking chills you. Dude, this thing was, I mean, I literally thought we were done. I if they, All it had to do was jump from there. It would have gotten into the fucking car and just killed us all. If you'd thrown a raw steak into that other car, it would have given you at least. Well, I was wearing a raw steak necklace. I don't <laughs> know. Maybe that given you some, to do with it. It would have given you some time to escape. I had Why some, wouldn't he drive I away? I had ground beef in my pocket. Well, maybe if he's like, if we drive, it'll chase us. That's the thing. He, this guy, he goes, I've been here for 20 fucking years. Did he tell you that? Look, motherfucker. Yeah. You it was, dude, I'm telling you, this guy was super intense. You're going to yell at me to drive, you piece of he shit. Said, I almost threw you out of the car. He said. I've I've had this happen. You stand your ground, but man, it's a whole nother world when you fucking see this goddamn thing. And it fucking then it stopped and it just turned around and went back to the bushes and we got the fuck out of there. Because I think down. they charge once and then they don't charge again. So then we go back because well, it showed its dominance. <laughs> back memories. You have a flashback? It was scary, man. 
Ah, uh, Jesus, dude. But, I would have shit my pants. Yeah. I would have so, said, hey, guy, do you have any clean undies in that glove box? Because I just shit my <laughs> panties back here. Dude, so then we go back Jesus to the Christ. resort. We're the only people there. The dining, huge dining area. We're the only fucking people. So we're being waited. Like, they're taking care of us. Like, like nothing I've ever been to or seen I think they before. threw all the Indians out. They're like, there's whites here. Get them out. We actually ended up, then the next night we had dinner with the owner and all this. It was a, but we, we had, uh, they kebobbed shit in front of us and we had like a 10 course meal and, the, and then that, we, he goes, now are you ready for dinner? They killed that tiger because they found out it threatened you. <laughs> the way you would go to prison. They killed it, dude. So then they were kebabbing that tiger cub. The next day we went on another safari through another part of the park which was a little bit more a little more mountainous and so the roads kind of wind winded around a lot more rivers. So we stumbled upon some elephants, some female elephants and so we stay there those and watch are, that. Those will bull charge you. But they were fine. So then we're leaving. We're the They're lead very territorial. Car. We're, the, we're the lead car. And we come around a corner, and there's this giant fucking male elephant with Whoa. these huge tusks tr- coming down the fucking road. Dude, we almost hit it, and it picks up the pace. And this is when I got worried when the guide goes, oh, this is not good. This is not good. This is a new guide. And he's like, this isn't good. So he The old fucking, guide would have been like, fuck him, drive. <laughs> no, because elephants had just killed two staff members last year at the park that fucking worked with those things may have been this man's lover so we had to do a we were in reversing and this thing's charging us and we had to fucking pull a u-turn where there shouldn't be any u-turns and then we're heading back and all the other cars are coming towards us and we're like fucking back up turn around it's coming we're gonna die dude so it's it's running behind us it's i mean it could tip cars easily oh it could kill dude i mean it was a giant it would trample you all it was a massive giant i have video footage or it could gore you with a tusk yeah, so he's like, and so here's the worst part. So this road that we were going down, it's a dead end road. Like you have to turn around. This is the only way out. So we're what driving. You, what's the hope that it'll go off the path? Yeah, but he said if it doesn't, we're we have to run up this hill. He's like, get out of the car and just run. So why, like separate? Because it's you go up a hill and chances are it'll attack the vehicles maybe. But like if you scatter, who some of you are gonna make it out of there? So yeah. he's just like the guy's like yeah. I know I have good foot speed let's just run yeah. up the hill. so <laughs> or you all run up the hill and you see him going different way you're like fuck he stays in the car <laughs> and, like, and it chases you he's cruising down so then it co- starts coming and we're at the dead end coming and with so an he's you. like run he's run so we jump out of the car and another guy goes no get back in the car and the guy goes no it's their only shot and the driver with the guy who said get back in the car he goes tell him to get out it's our only chance of survival. And so, so two votes get out, one vote stay in. Yeah. So what's with the stay? I got guy? out. I got out, and I'm like, I'm running up the hill. And then at the last minute, this fucking thing goes down. It takes a left smell to some, where the females are. Smell yeah, some pussy because it was in moss. You were saved by elephant pussy. It was pretty aggressive. You, dude, you got saved by elephant pussy. I got my phone out after it. Uh, and what called the elephant? No, after it had already uh, taken off. Did you taste its shit just to see how close you came? To being, did I t- did I taste it shit? To being ingested by no, it. I did not. I didn't. I, uh, unfortunately, I did not taste it shit. Do they have teeth? I don't think. Here's here's the, yeah, here it is. This is when we're backing up. This is the fucking beaster as it's coming. So it's coming down here, and then it starts picking up as we're. You got to work on your nature. Yeah, I would, <laughs> this guy was fucking I'm driving kidding. all around. 
Jesus, things big. Yeah, it's a big fucking. That I was more scared of that than I was of the, uh, of the, uh, of the tiger because this went on for like ten minutes. When it's like it's moving pretty quickly, but like, and like, then it started. Then it started picking up its pace, but at a pace where it's almost toying with you know, like yeah. keeping up and not like not in a huge rush. No, yeah, but, but like I'm following you. But we almost hit it head on because it was a blind corner, and then we're like, holy shit. Enough, like you can't beep. Nothing's gonna scare it. No, no. I think if you beep, it irritates it more because it's in it's uh, in heat. It wants to fuck. Yeah, and it wants to fuck that jeep. (laughs) Was the thing is hard? No, I don't. I don't think so. Maybe if you jerked it, if one of you got out, well, if it fucked the jeep, we'd have to. If you milked it, we got to be a big old milking. Or you juiced it. I would have juiced it for sure. You can die if an elephant shits all over you. You can get suffocated. Yeah, if you have a big turd falls on your head and you can't get it off. <laughs> <laughs> so that one, then that was the end of that. We didn't see a tiger on that one. Uh, we were lucky to see one the first time. And uh, we Elephants, went back. monkeys. Did you see any people fucking horses? No, I did not. Question, uh, did you see Ari Shafir? I did any not. of your travels, either in Beijing But or- I was honestly like, I was honestly contemplating going to Thailand. I said, we should just go to Thailand right now. To see that I he- felt like, dude, I, I, I contemplated moving to India. <laughs> it was an enchanting place. Also very humbling when you see, like, you see what real poverty looks like. And yeah. you see how people live. And you go, man, I fucking, I don't have it too bad here. You're like, my, uh, my laundry rarely gets stolen by wild animals. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> that I have to bribe. <laughs> you see even people, their, dude. You see people washing in, uh, have ingenuity. Well, you see people washing their clothes in the sewage drainage. Yeah, it's a good way to get it clean. Yeah, it's a good way to get the, <laughs> some duty off of your duty. Have you ever, you know, duty like iron sharpens iron, duty washes duty. It's uh. <laughs> But I, I, I think I did. Co- you shit in the street? That was your goal. I didn't. You did not. No, I actually didn't see people shitting in the street. So that's a myth. Did you yeah, get hit according by to Vice? It's an epidemic, but I didn't see it. Uh, maybe Vice clean is, water is definitely maybe a problem. Vice wants to corner. They're like, we want to visit there and have it be tourist free. I saw. Oh, but people were pissing. Any, I saw so many Indian de- de- dongs. How? What's the size like? Yeah, regular size. I mean, proportion to their five foot five frame. Big pubes. Uh, and I saw a lot of tips, a lot of pubes. You know, it must be huge. But there. I pissed in the middle of the city. I pissed everywhere. Former WWE wrestler, the great Kali, must. I mean, he's like eight feet tall. Yeah, must be a real freak in that. Country. Dude, anyone who was super tall stuck out like a sore thumb. There was a couple guys I saw that were like huge, and I was like, oh, there man. must be some, but not for the most part. Not that part of the world is uh, China. Obviously, they're not the hugest, but I think I yeah. think China's has gone up. China actually I saw some people at the airport think, that think were uh, working there that were pretty big. I think their national height's gone up somehow. What is it, 5'2"? It's 5'9". Uh, five, five, so I'm average <laughs> height there. Yeah. <laughs> so all in all, I, w- I was contemplating living there now. So you would um, recommend uh, it? Yes. I, will, I, mean, absolutely. I mean, you have malaria. You had three days yeah. of diarrhea. But, and now I'm, like, but now I can go there and I'm fine. I will, now nothing you can stop me. are the Mexican water champion. Yeah. I, I'm actually having water imported from Mexico for me just to drink. I saw you right now. You have jugs of brown water. You said you brought it to, for me from India. Yeah. I, there's, I, dump, I took a dump and then I sifted the, the larger particles out of it. There's some elephant shit in there. It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a pretty amazing. Also, like the way we did it wasn't like 
we weren't in tourist areas, you know. We got to see the real culture, and so that was. Uh, Your mom must be pleased. Two O'Neills come back engaged, uh, possible matrimony. Yeah, you guys was, gonna have a group wedding? Yeah, we're gonna have. Yeah, we're gonna have a group honeymoon. <laughs> we're gonna move in together. I'm not saying that, but no group honeymoon. I have a feeling her <laughs> wedding plans are gonna be severely different than mine. She's like talking Who about getting get- married on like a fucking island and your ta- some sort of your tastes are different yeah who uh different. who will get married first them or you guys oh i don't know my little sister's moving to la oh really by the end of the year she claims i want to be to friends Venice. with this jim carrey guy to, you ever met the guy you met the guy i met him once yeah quickly yeah uh wasn't a lot he loves vegemite yeah, he loves we, vitamin C. We talked about both of those <laughs> you talk about vitamin c no, i literally said like hey I he, worry, he loves vitamins Take your vitamins. <laughs> Damn British. Does he spell favorite with a U? Uh, he might. It's always, is, that, is that the Queen's way? F-A-V-O-U. If it's the Queen's way, R-I-T-E. he's doing it. He, oh, people liked it. He's British because a lot of people liked that the British came to India because they brought a lot of th- good things. Was he saying uh, the F? He was saying I own you. <laughs> F-A-G word for cigarettes. Fag? Yeah. No, I don't, he doesn't smoke. He's maybe he just wanted to keep throwing it out there. <laughs> He's like, look at that fag. He's going to say it West Hollywood. And you're like, wait, look at there's a gay guy smoking a cigarette. Which one are you talking about? <laughs> look at all these fags everywhere. I was like, ah, I, there are cigarettes laying on the ground. This is actually. But there's also we're in a, no a lot of gay guys walking restaurant. around. I think you're just celebrating it. Yeah, let's, let's keep it down. Let's tone it down a notch. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so overall, I, uh, I had probably one of the best trips I've ever taken, and uh, it was, I did, I had the time of my life. I want to go back, I would love, I was kind of, I was glad to be home, and I really appreciated things more, but also I could have spent like months there. I could have done an Ari Shafir. If I get the Ari Shafir money, I might do that. I might just Just leave for like six months. Disappear Shafir. It was great too, because you had barely had internet, so... You're removed. Did, you removed. Yeah, you would yeah. every now and then. You would like come and go on WhatsApp. Yeah, and occasionally I would have actually text messaging abilities. Yeah, there was one night I was hosting at the comedy store. You went on fire for a minute with uh, David Taylor. Yeah, I had to give him the good news. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you say yeah. I was hosting. I was like, you really? I was like, well, I didn't realize you could text. On occasion, I could. I don't need. I might get an eight hundred dollar phone bill, but they claim that it was all free. But nobody else's phone plan was free. Everyone else was like, it would be like twenty dollars a day to then do this. Then why was yours? I don't know. Sprint man. Sprint. Oh, Sprint told you. Sprint told me. I lady fucking guy told me. At, like, the airport's like, hey, let me see. No, they sell SIM cards when you get it. I mean, a lot of people just replace their SIM card with an Indian SIM card, and then you can use their network. Did you go on the Slumdog Millionaire tour? Yeah, I didn't drink. There was a few bottled waters that were already open that I did not partake in. One time I had a bottle of water. What do you mean? From like where you were? Well, like in Samaritan Slumdog Millionaire, they super glue the lids back yeah, on, yeah. sell them to tourists and stuff. But there was some, I just was like, I'm not going to. We All we drank was bottled water. Like everywhere we went, we had to have a ton what of bottled brand? water with What's us. What's their big brand there? Uh, Bolero or uh, some sort of, Kinley was one and there was something with a B. What food, what what's the majority of the food you were eating? Like, uh, anything like rice? Oh yeah, rice? a lot of rice. A lot of uh, what they call something with an R. I'm terrible at remembering names. Crepes? Uh, no, something with it's like a tortilla basically. Ravioli. Um, 
there was a lot of there was some non, but it wasn't as popular as I thought. Cause it's harder to make at home, and uh, a, a lot of heavy sauces and like tofu. Coconut we were the milk. family that's mostly vegetarian. Mostly everybody. We had a lot of goat. Goat meat was popular. Had a lot of goat. Some people claim tofu is really bad for you. You have to eat a large amount of it. it gives you tits. I saw some like you know those like sponsored like MSN links. Yeah, this guy was really railing against. He he called. He was like, super people what claim are superfoods. So he claim was like I don't know what his reasoning was. I don't know if that's he's he was very against the goji berries. Really? Yeah. Sugar cane's a huge industry there. Sugar cane and uh, people in the streets they make uh, pink sugar, which is like the purest form of sugar. It's not as sweet. And it's not refined at all. And they make it right there on like a cart. It's actually colored cocaine. I forget what they call it now. They have a name. They had a name for all this yeah, stuff. Yeah. I can't remember. But the desserts, when we got to Nanital, the desserts were unbelievable, though. They were making. Did you eat any of the candy? Like uh, I didn't have any vegetables unless they were cooked. I didn't have anything. Where, you couldn't eat anything that was, wasn't cooked. No fruit. Didn't have any. I did have some strawberry and cream like that's pudding what, that's what did you no that was remember the puddings with did you in with Ren and Zizi at the movie I know, in the but park I, I had pudding after I was sick and I never got sick again Dude. oh by the way the last day we ate McDonald's uh, because we're like we can't, have to fly and we don't want to shit our pants can't about. be hamburgers though right all chicken and all Indian spices because at this point we're like dude I don't know if I could have any more Indian food and also expensive it was like $9 for two meals. They know tourists which is don't pretty want to fucking sh- pricey. They know tourists don't want to shit their pants. But in India, that's like uh that's a ritzy, like that's an expensive meal. Cuz dude, we also went places like we would buy shit that was like a 75 cents. They're just looking to rip off the white man. Good exchange rate, but some places were expensive, man. How many plumbers? Some places were nothing. For bathroom. No, they have good plumbing. It's all out. It's all like it's 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 not underground, dude. It's the suction of the outside. Yeah, like does eating American food make them shit hard? No. Are you kidding me, dude? We need to study these people because they can. There's people that are drinking out of the Ganges, one of the most polluted rivers in the world. They're drink. They're drinking it. They don't bother. I would have put them. on my swim attire and swam it as a sign dude, of no fear. You don't need a plunger because it's all diarrhea. <laughs> it's all tourist diarrhea. True. There's a place in Delhi called the Tickly Bottom Ooh. where they acclimate your system to the Tick, Indian. By tickling your rectum? They basically give you shit that like gives you slowly, gives you minute amounts of diarrhea. <laughs> is it the Iowa- acclimate you back in. Is it the ayahuasca journey of diarrhea? Do you yeah. see your dreams if you look into it? <laughs> you see your future. <laughs> Steve Jobs did it. He said, I heard you a computer. It. You took a bite out oh. of it. But uh, I, yeah, I would live there. I would live. I wouldn't live in Delhi, but I would live in some other areas. It's a very laid back. Also, they're not big. I went to the bank to exchange money. It took about forty minutes. They're not in a hurry to no do rush. anything. And there was a blackout while we were there. What was that a racial term? No, this, this <laughs> the power went out. But uh, oh, and then we went on a. This is another just real quick. We took one of those uh, gondolas up to the top of this mountain. And the guy operating it was fucking way wasted out of his mind. Drunk? Yeah. He was retiring like next week. He He'd been operating it for 33 years. didn't care? Yeah. And he fucking was wasted. Was he like dying laughing or was he just like... No, he was slurry. And then he was talking in Hindi with uh, one of uh, my sister-in-law's cousins. And he's like, that dude was fucked up. Oh, and marijuana everywhere. Like growing. I mean, the whole northern part. I didn't go to the southern part. But it was just... 
you would stop like and there was marijuana sell, everywhere. To sell or just no, to, it was wow. just plants just growing. Maybe that's why everywhere. the elephant was pissed. It may have been high. It could have been. People get really high up there. People like to get high on it. Is that an elevation joke? They claim it's good weed. I don't know if that's true or not. Indian weed? It's like that California Kush? Yeah. That curry Kush? That concludes the Indian <laughs> tour. O'Neill's back long. with a light case of malaria. Maybe. We he don't adopted know. adopted the 17-year-old. <laughs> he, he's living with us. He, he followed us. He thinks O'Neill's possessed. He's like, my mother is... You're possessed with the spirit of his mother. He kept looking at me because I was so angry. He's like, he has no idea what I'm saying. That's what he said to me. But in my head, I'm like, this fucking guy. <laughs> I'm about to punch him. Man, he, your future brother-in-law stole the... the he, he paid the 17-year-old oh, to ruin your... Conspiracy he theory. wanted the scenery, dude. Yeah, he wanted, he wanted it all to himself. That's what I think. It could be. I watched a cricket match, too. Did you see any polo? No, but cricket. Watch the cricket. How is that? Eh, not for me. It's a big sport. <laughs> not interested. There. They catch their yeah. balls hard. They catch it barehanded. Like well, guys die. They really hit by that. Really whip it in there. They bounce it. Yeah, the pitch is a bounce. I don't know the rules of the game, so it made no sense. I don't to get me. like they run every now and then, but not a yeah. lot. I had some guy. And they run to, like first to second, home plate to second base. I think while I was watching it, some crazy guy tried to put his hand in my pocket to get money. No, nah, it wasn't. And he wouldn't leave us alone. He wasn't looking for money. He was looking for that D. No, he said. He wanted the ring. He was reaching into my pocket. He's like, what the fuck, man? Did you say, help yourself? No, I go, hey. And then he followed us. And then the uh, cousin was like, stop. Leave us alone. He wouldn't leave us alone. He needed a cricket bat. He was crazy. Yeah, I was going to drown him. <laughs> Should have beaten him to death with a drown flat him. cricket bat. He was bat. outside the yacht club. They have a, they have the lake. Had, the lake's like 300 acres. And what the hell was this? And they have like a scumbag. sailboat. What was this scumbag doing at the yacht club? He was hanging outside of the yacht oh, club. He was just, just a, a yeah. bottom feeder who wanted in. Yeah. He, got, he snuck in. So my next time I go back, I'm not going to eat. It's called uh, a chard. Uh, I'm not going to eat those. And mm. don't eat those if you go there, folks. Just stay with the cooked food. Or and, if you uh, want to beat O'Neill, try it. See if you take uh, it. I don't know. It's taken down two, o- two O'Neill's. Now, I think the true test would have been either Steve O'Neill or your other brother-in-law who can both eat anything. Even the king, yeah, the king of the Mexican cuisine. I feel like he's only Mexican cuisine yeah, equipped. True. That is Steve true. O'Neill probably could have handled it. Steve he, O'Neill would eat raw fish. I mean, anything. he ate raw uh, beef. He, but he ate liverwurst that had gotten mold on it, and he got so sick that he fell face first and broke his nose on the kitchen floor. We found him there, and he'd think he'd crapped his pants. And maybe, he so. said, it was worth it. <laughs> no, yeah, he didn't. He, he's like, I would still do it again. Because <laughs> well, he would. He didn't want anything to go to waste. But I think... It was just a Steve O'Neill way, though, that he would never re- re- say, admit that he was... But I walked in, and he was on the floor. He didn't grab his pants, but he had, and he had just <laughs> fallen face first. Like, if, if it took him down... I think it probably would have killed a regular man. It dropped him to, to yeah. the ground. You don't eat uh, rancid liverwurst. Might be the one thing you stay away from. <laughs> I say it's the one thing you go for. You think that, that you should? It ages it. Try. It's like cheese. <laughs> Fermented liverwurst. Ugh, just regular liverwurst oh, is disgusting. Dude, the street food there. I mean, if you, oh, I can't even imagine what it would have done to me. Uh, so my sister-in-law's cousin's wife ate some street food once. And she got fucking hepatitis. Jesus. She was sick for a month. Hepatitis via yeah. street food? Street food. The worst. Crazy. That's I mean, the whatever worst. the one that you can get from food and like. Ugh. Can you get rid of it? 
Yeah, I mean, so there's a hepatitis that clears itself, and then there's a hepatitis that does not. She got the one that like clears itself. But yeah, from fucking Jesus. street food. Might be street meat everywhere else. I think India might be one of the. It might be the number one place that people get sick from stuff. I because I mean I've heard people go to Thailand. I don't hear the horror stories of that, but everyone's like you're going to get sick. If I went there, I'd have to be rich enough to have a physician with me at all times. Dude, (laughs) that's not that rich. You don't have to be that rich. I'm saying one I bring in. Oh, you're gonna fly (laughs) in America. You gotta get two seats. All that. I want a Harvard educated. Physician on my side. Shockingly, my Ta- handcuffed to me at all times. My brother's kids who get sick every time they come out I was to California. Ask about that? No, I think they have like their Indian blood. Yeah, because she she lived in India. My sister in law lived in India until he's like seven. He pukes in L.A. every time. He can't handle street tacos, but this guy can handle the fucking in- India man. It's it's uh, the DNA, dude. It's wired. Did you feel like? Did they feel like they were home? Um, I don't. Wouldn't say that. No, from would, no, no. I mean, they're not. They've. This is their first trip. They've never. No, been I to know. India, I'm just but. saying heritage. Or uh, no, it seemed their, all pretty foreign to them. A half of their heritage. It was pretty foreign to them. Maybe they'll move there. They are going to move there supposedly for two years. Oh, the family. Yeah, they're going to they Mumbai. The no, because they're Mumbai in a house. My sister-in-law. <laughs> Her company has like an outfit and they're encouraging people to move there and she speaks, you know, speaks the language. And so I think they're going to move there, which would be good for me. I'll go stay when the kids are in school. Yeah. I mean, two years. It's not going to hurt them. Keep their house in yeah, Indianapolis. All your friends, your sister. Your... <laughs> when they get back, they're like, "You were in India. We're not your friend." Two anymore. years though as a kid, it's like yeah, a big deal. But you man. know what? How often, how awesome would it have been if you were like a kid and then you like lived in another not land for two sh- years? Not if I was shitting my pants the whole time. You're not gonna shit your pants though, <laughs> you dude. You, they'll be fucking slurping up uh, pond scum water when they get back here. Every time they're thirsty, I think they may want to reconsider. Your niece is already drawing the attention of local boys. So I don't know. Give maybe. two more. Maybe she gets married over there. Maybe she'll be a rich princess. And by the way, her other side of the family, uh, they run the Delhi Land Finance (DLF). It's on every fucking building. In that goddamn, they're like city. the Sato was in Okinawa. He was yeah, the except they're in fucking Delhi. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It was on everything. DLF. Down Fuck to it. down to f- something. I don't Fuck. Know that's it. What's the L state? Down for? like friend, friendship. Down like fucking. <laughs> Downward. It was It was an interesting. I it, it was a place I would definitely move to for a while. You can like move. It, I was it it, it was uh ext- it was very fascinating. I recommend anyone go there. Other than the water, I mean, it's just, uh, it's it's something, it's another world. It's like, a, it's a whole nother planet. A whole new world. <laughs> it's a fascinating place. All right, that concludes the O'Neill India wrap-up show. That's it. Uh, That's if you have any it. questions, please send them in to www.gofuckyourself. O'Neill the kite fighter. We got to uh we got to get the bush back one of these days. We got to yeah. uh, maybe reach out to some other John Little. It's been a while. We'll get a little on maybe studio. next Eleanor's week. Eleanor's episode really brought in the numbers. Yeah, we won't have her on again though, no, unfortunately. She... By the way, we're at 498. Yeah, uh, I saw that. Guys, Come on, two more people. Guy, yes. by the way, Jacob of the Fro of Denver just made a review. I think he's meeting us, and he felt guilty. Oh, 
It's all we ask. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a late in life. Give you, 80, you 89 episodes. <laughs> late, better late than never, Jacob. But I mean, yeah. It took, it took you a little bit. Who knows? Maybe it's his second review. It's at his full name. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe he commandeered his ladies. I don't Could know. Be. Who knows? Fa- regardless, thank you. Yes. 498. Thank you we very much. We want to get to 500 by 10 minutes from now. By Tuesday. <laughs> 500 by Tuesday. 500 by Tuesday. O'Neill will uh, rip an elephant's dick off. Oh, by the way, sorry. I forgot this question. Being so close to the tiger, did it uh, hurt your confidence against P22 or did it raise your confidence? It raised my confidence. Now I've you- dealt with a 400-pound tiger. I can handle a 100-pound mountain lion. Now that thing looks like a like a house cat. So it's only dug you in deeper. Du- I'm, now I'm in. I faced the fucking tiger. Did you uh, try to capture any of its like spray or anything to use against you know, P22? I mean, when it hosed us down with its fucking... <laughs> Don't they shoot it's, tiger it's, muskets or something? Tiger jizz? Don't cats like shoot no. shit out? I mean, males spray trees oh, so I'm thinking to that. like mark it. Yeah. I don't think they're marking humans. So this is a woman. Yeah. And what was her name? Tina. Tina Where was the tiger. father? You think she was so angry because she was a single mother? Could be. <laughs> Father Only probably one cub? fucking killed us that we could tell. I don't know. The, maybe the, that's the why cub the, was like hidden. Maybe that's why the population was low. But it was. It's surreal to think that the, now that I'm sitting in your apartment, that just days ago, you a, had an a elef- tiger. You had an elephant chasing you. Yeah, a tiger charged me, and an elephant chased me. It's it's very surreal. You, uh, everyone hates white people there. It sounds like <laughs> even the animals. <laughs> Nobody hates it. People love the white people. It's tourist money, I would assume. Too. They're big, and in the villages, they've just never seen white people, so it's a fascinating experience well, for them. One person well, doesn't uh, love white people. The young boy whose kite was destroyed. Yeah, he, he may actually join like some sort of uh, group, radical because of you, Islamic group. You cut his string, dude. That <laughs> may have been his first day. The Maybe first day they let him fly. He may have saved up for years for the kite. Yeah, he's just the poor boy. I'm just a poor boy. Hey, man, the floor, you know what? Dude. If you want to fight, then you better be better. You better get ready to he get messed cut. With, he messed with the kite, and he got the kite penis. Who knows? Who knew, dude, that kite fighting was... You do have an affinity for kites. I do so like kites. So it's not that you've never yeah, flown them. Yeah, you, yeah. You do like kites. I've just never flown you've one You've had with... kites in adulthood. <laughs> I have a kite now. New kites. Yeah. If saying, my brother hadn't broken it, I'd still be flying yeah, it. Yeah, you're a... That's a, bi- that's a badass kite I you're have. You're a fan of the kite hobby. So yeah. It wasn't, this wasn't your first foray. It's the first time I ever flew one with razor wire attached to it. Well, there's time for everything. You gotta stay... That's the more adult version of flying. Yeah, I like it better. I like when there's something at stake you might get your kite cut so how do you you put the play the wind to get close to the other guys yeah i mean for me it was a lot of luck it's called kite fucking. and skill <laughs> and dude did you pull her yeah you, you what well, you get close to you, you, to you yank. fucking yank you keep yanking it like you, a saw you had to jerk the chain this guy didn't i mean this guy he was he was born a, into a kite fighting family but <laughs> like taking a kite from a baby yeah i'm like one of those guys did you run and chase his kite to put no, it on your it was, trophy dude, room they're up pretty high and it was gone do you think he ran to get it? I, that was his college I would have tuition. to sprint through the fort to get outside, and then and it they wasn't even allowed. They out. wouldn't let you out. Yeah, they weren't. That was there a thrilled. guard guy? No, uh, I mean, there's people. I mean, I don't know who's uh, what people's occupations were there. Were, there. were there people watching the exits? Yeah, there was people out there just to make sure none there, of you got Goopy crazy. was the driver. Goopy? Yeah, he was our dude. He was hilarious because he uh, kept telling his. Uh, he kept telling. 
lady that he worked for, my sister-in-law's aunt, that he knows everything, but he kept making all these fuck-ups. He was hilarious. He's confident. He kept saying, I know everything. Don't tell me anything. And then he would always fuck up. He sounds he like, take a, like a wrong turn or like something. like a sitcom character. He was, man. He was hilarious. Why do they call him guy. Goopy? Shit, I think his that's pants? his name. No. <laughs> Come on. It's Sorry. a fucking family. Friend. Is, yeah, this is, family they go employee. back for years. I apologize to the Goopy. The lady also... Um, the the painter she also brings these uh young girls in from villages that like are the relatives of some of the people that work for her because this one girl she was 13 she had no education and they couldn't send her to school now because she'd be going to school with like six-year-olds so So, she taught her yeah so she this is what she she she'll live with her for a while maybe i think years and she'll teach her the girl didn't want to go to school so she but she's teaching her how to read write and speak english and stuff so that she can get a better job basics yeah so she does this for i think she's done this for five girls already she wishes she could do more but it's very time consuming does she paint nudes because i'm willing to fly over there but she paints nude tigers well i'll i'll wear a suit you could send a photo maybe she give me she has a she has a very distinct style like if you saw her work you'd be like i know my mom actually has a painting of hers hanging you've probably seen it I probably have. She's yeah. She's uh, very talented. So I have seen her work. If, yeah, and yes, I you have. identified it right away. <laughs> you might. You will once you once I point it out to you. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for listening. Episode eighty nine. Uh, I think we're st- we'll still be back next week, but you never know. Yeah, maybe this is the, the end. Did uh, Did you see this guy there? Anybody see Richie? Fuck you. I did see Richie. You found he was the, him? He was the 17-year-old kid. His <laughs> name was Richie. <laughs> my name is Richie and my mother is possessed. Don't believe it. He did He did kind of talk like that. <laughs> and he laughed a lot and he had very broken English. This guy may have been insane. He was trying to take your lady. It seemed like that at times. Because <laughs> he kept trying to undercut. This man does not understand. He's just Me gonna, and you are on the same page. He was talking to her mostly, and I was staring off into the distance to try to hide my anger because <laughs> it was just boiling him. over. You almost put him in a choke. At some point, at one point, I couldn't take it anymore. I go, all right, we gotta go. Uh, very one minute wrap up MMA talk. Daniel oh, Cormier yeah. uh, cheated the system. He didn't cheat. Even Rumble Johnson goes, it wasn't a big deal. But he did. Rumble he, knew he, he was retiring. Have, he wouldn't have made the weight without the towel grab. Let's be honest. Yeah, I, John Jones needs to shut his mouth because it wasn't that dirty. He when said John that was Jones, the dirtiest tactic. He's you can't ever really seen. talk. Well, not that John yeah. Jones, but he did get caught for performance enhancers. And what's even what's dirtier, running from a fucking hitting a pregnant woman yeah. or so, holding they, the towel? They to want to they want to cut your yeah, you know, cut it off. But uh, Rumble Johnson, great career. Good shout I, out he, to Mike Goldberg in his post interview. That said, was great. He said, he "If I don't like whatever I'm getting into, which you said you've heard is WWE wrestling, which make a lot of sense." Yeah. Uh, he said, "I could be back." So who knows? He's like, he's like, I don't like, I don't like getting hit. He goes, no, I don't he like goes, rolling I don't like around with dudes. Face. Yeah. He goes, I don't. I mean, I don't blame the guy. No. Godspeed to him. Also, I mean, he, yeah, he. Luckily, he's he's never been knocked out. Had Has good, he? Or he getting uh, no. Had a good career. He's been submitted. Seemed like he hated making weight at any division yeah. he was at. That's he didn't. Uh, he, he didn't uh, take a lot of damage. It's like a, a good time to get out. Had like a ten year run or so, maybe longer. He had two title shots. Didn't work, and he said, "Rather than fucking chase this yeah. shit, if WWE pays fucking well, man." Yeah. And look at Lesnar. 
I would definitely go there if I were him. If that, I don't you? know if that's where he's going, but uh, yeah. I mean, that's the spec- makes sense though. Yeah, like in my head, I was like, "Is this guy gonna go like?" What if he's opening up like a pizza joint? Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, because he just kept saying <laughs> like it's another business. Like, they say you're gonna hear him about it. Maybe he's gonna go work like construction or something. I don't know. He's no. like, "Hey man, you didn't hear him working construction? <laughs> see, I have a hard hat on. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I'm driving a city bus. He, I, I, I mean, could be that. What's good about him is like. The whole career span was like. Remember when he was young? He would like. He had like. Did he ever he hit a woman or something? Or he had, remember he had a few uh, transgressions or something. Oh well, he, uh, he did or he? DUI. He had something. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, want to say he did something. or not. Yeah, there was I don't something. know. But well, then remember, it, it, they the were weight, like, how crazy he used to fight at seven. I know, but there were issues too about like his attitude. But now he's like this super. He's humble. super. I think he got older and matured. No, but you've seen like you know it was yeah. interesting to go on that whole journey with because he was early twenties when he started. Yeah, and he was obviously a physically dominant athlete, but you yeah. saw him evolve his hands. How much better did his hands get over? His oh career? yeah, remember they would always they would always say if this guy ever puts everything together, Rogan be like this guy's. And be he sick. did. Yeah, no, he he Cormier though is just he, a fucking wily Randy Couture like veteran, dude. Those old wrestlers. You just don't think that that guy can beat anybody. He had his shirt on post fight. He looks like a short fat guy. Like, yeah, he's insane, man. He's like a fire hydrant. That guy's like he is. The, he is the new Randy Couture. I mean, he's an inspiration Fans for people. Him. I don't get I don't it. Why? What's wrong with the guy? I don't get likeable. it at all. His fights aren't the most exciting, but he, but he gets it done. I mean, yeah, he beats these know. guys who you don't. He used to fight a fucking heavyweight. People, it's only five eleven. He's almost made John Jones likable right now, which is weird. Like I think which people we, want Jones uh, to beat him. I don't get it. I mean, Jones. I mean. I like Jones as a fighter, but I think as a person, he's still got a lot of issues yeah, to work out. He hasn't done the uh, the Johnson evolution. No, character. Johnson way. He was extremely humble when he said, "You know, Anthony humble Johnson." Is yeah, how he that's what he is now. <laughs> uh, but it's sad to see him go. Patrick Cote, another guy who uh, a GSP friend, yeah, a French Canadian, a guy who kind of uh, he, he was, he was early, a journeyman in there. the early era of the sport. Came back for one late run. I think he's he's older. He hang he hung in there for a while. He was on last the Matt run. Sarah, wasn't he on the uh, comeback Ultimate Fighter yeah. show? And he lost to uh, Luder or one of those guys yeah. or somebody. Yeah, he was a guy. I think he'll probably work at a gym, or you know, he'll. he'll I think he probably has a gym or yeah, something. Yeah, like had a good run, but never uh, like great. But he had a career. I think Weidman's over with. His chin is gone. You can go ahead and uh, Musasi's got. They got to give him like a bigger, like a, a big name. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like he's like, he's got to shit or get off the. You know, he's got to fight somebody. Where it's like if you beat this guy, you're going up to the title. If you don't, you're going yeah. down. I just don't know why Rumble did. Didn't uh, use his punching. Power, yeah, a lot of wrestling. Must have been something to it. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe he had a fucked up hand. Who knows? Maybe he's just like, eh, hey, maybe he was like that gondola guy. He's like, I'm drunk. <laughs> he's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm anymore. retiring. <laughs> but Cormier, Cor- I mean, the weight, get, I mean, the weight, come on. The weight cut. People online, though, were saying, like, even if you put a little bit of pressure on, like, a counter, they're like, you can. Yeah, really- you could. Yeah. drastically changed. It'd be different if he was 10 Dude, he's pounds a, overweight. He's, he's a, not like Rampage. That is that Rampage heavyweight 253. Say you, say you don't make that weight. It's a lot of money. Yeah, of course. And as a wrestler, he knows every and trick. He knows every trick in the book as a guy who's yeah. cut weight for a long, long time. But as a pound, is like, fuck. I thought he took a quick shit. Yeah, I thought he had a butt <laughs> plug in that he pulled out. <laughs> I think he was wearing heavy undies. Yeah, I, don't, I don't understand why he's the heel now. I don't get it. 
How, how's that? How People did, how did that work? Shit out of him. I don't know. His comments were funny, like very likable when he speaks, like in the co- good commentator. Between him and Rumble, it's like I didn't even have like I was just hoping for a good fight. Both guys are very likable. I thought Rumble like after was like, "Hey, come here, thanks, man." Like, yeah, he shouted him out, and they like hugged. I was like, guys, both seem like nice guys. Dude, by, did you see that fucking? Who's the football player who beat his dog? Did you see that shit? No, so, uh, I, I don't know if he's college or going to the pros, no. dude. I read the headline and I was like, they're like, should he be, should he lose all his fucking, his career over this? And then I saw it. He took a fucking belt to his dog and just beats well, the, a, or the a, leash and then kicks it. There's an Oklahoma Dude. football star who got banned for the college season. He knocked a fuck, he broke a girl's jaw on film. Dude, these, and he's going to get drafted. Why? He's just going to do it again, man. Dude, he broke her jaw. Oh it's God. on film, like the Ray Rice thing, but. The difference is the great hypocrisy. Ray Rice was at the tail end of his career, didn't offer much talent wise. So yeah, they so could they make an example man. of him. It's fucking ridiculous. This guy, they see they can use him. Everyone, the Patriots have come out and said they don't want him. People are like they don't have a pick where they could get him anyway. So they use I like the, how they're, they, yeah, they, they PR they're just going to use the PR on that. What like, a fucking hey, asshole. Don't talk about the Aaron Hernandez <laughs> murder trial, but God. we've learned our lesson. Yeah, that's a great move. He has some guy who's not in any danger of getting him. <laughs> they, yeah, they, we don't want them. They yeah, made sure they said they, they wouldn't dude, take them. The fucking crazy. You should dude, see he, the video. Dude, of he this. knocked this chick out cold. That was fucking crazy. Fucking flat. There's something though about like they're all bad. The dog, animal, like, and children are fairly defenseless. Dude, he he beat it with a leash. I mean, beat the fuck out of this dog. Because it went to the bathroom, I guess, in the house, and the, his roommate filmed it and then leaked it. Roommate, I dude, would say, college. It must be that, yeah. Because, dude, with, this I mean, guy... I guess if you're a young NFL, you could have... This guy's it. a piece of shit. I mean, it, it it's insane. Dude, Michael Vick came and he back. fucking beat. I would rather see a dog fighting than I would rather he see... killed dogs with his bear. Well, yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> when you see it, you're like, oh, holy shit. Dude, it's crazy. It's one thing to hear it. You NFL go, is crazy. There's a guy who I just read who... Uh, They're out of he? fucking control. No, but there's a guy. There's no repercussions. I forget what job it was. This guy was like, he's so smart. He's an NFL player that he like. Oh, I saw it on Real Sports. He he's consult, a mathematician. He consults businesses or something. No, or there, what he there's consult? a guy who's a legit mathematician. Yeah, but who, like, what does he do? He like does some big job in the off season. Oh, I, I black he, guy. Yeah, yeah. He's like he writes books and shit. But like, he's like the foremost. Sh- like for him to share a locker room with like some of these fucking morons. It's insane. But he, he goes, I love football and I love. Numbers. Which is fine, but it just must be crazy. Some of these guys, yeah, are they had so a whole real sport. It's pretty awesome. Like this guy's guy like so a top level dude. Stupid. Yeah, you're in there with guys who beat the fuck out of a dog, and then you have a guy who's a genius. And he's both doing the I think, same. But job. that's a lot with the military. Remember that guy we were talking to? He's like, yeah. The hardest part is like there's a lot of meatheads, but then there's a lot of dudes who are like really fucking smart. And that's those and the guys who like, climb the ladder. Yeah, and but it's hard sometimes to be in that meathead mentality where a lot of guys the like guy we shit on you for reading like, a book. Yeah, that guy like loved books and like edu- he was like and like people are there himself. just like we want to fucking. That guy see also some, admitted that every. Once a week, him and his roommate had like full on fucking brawl. They fought in the fucking front yard. They weren't like punching, but, but it, it was getting pretty, pretty crazy. Yeah. We both like, uh. I was like, all right. Just me and you, you and it was them. And we were just yeah. like, should we fight? I was like, do, do, do we get the winner? I don't want to fight. Just, both those guys were big guys. And they were also fucking guys who've like, see, they've really fought. Not they, just uh, with bullets, but like hand to hand. They were like hand. high level Marines, I think. Yeah. 
they were like crazy. And I mean, were, crazy and like a like they were like blowing off steam. They were good guys. Yeah, they were getting drunk. Yeah, they were time. having fun. Both were jacked. Yeah, they they work out with sandbags. They one would was like, like bigger jack. The other was like shredded jacked. But the shredded jack guy would take down the bigger guy all the time. Yeah, he was, he was like the, a better grappler. He was getting the better of the uh, the skirmishes. Yeah. And they stood up and they were like, yeah, nice. And they like, I cheers. Like, I was like, the fuck? I was like, hey, guys, how's it going? <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. All right. Uh, so yeah. Out. See you later, everybody. Have a good week. Where's Bushman? Leave those two reviews on iTunes. <laughs> Having some, uh, I'll see if this song plays. I'm in some trouble. Okay, there it goes. Dillman, if you're out there, why don't you suck a chee ball? This guy's got chee ball teabagging. <laughs> I can't get enough of Dillman. I really can't. Hey, want to look deadly? Play it one more time. So Here's what you want to do if you want to win a competition. A fucking grown man. Talking about karate. You look better contest. than the other guy. If you, you can look deadly. <laughs> deadly. He was saying deadly was the fact that he was putting the skies between his legs. They were going nowhere close to his body. This is what you uh, have to do to win big tournament competitions. Look better than the other guy, make it look dangerous, deadly, and they love it. We're into pressure points of the human body, 361 pressure points all over the human body, I attack them. <laughs> it's so matter of fact. <laughs> but you gotta look better than the other guy, you gotta make it look dangerous, you gotta make it look deadly. Dude. And they love it. That's it. He had a third or like a fourth thing he was going to say. They love and it. And he's like, couldn't fucking make up a lie fast enough. So he just they like, love yeah, it. they love it. Whip your dick out. They love it. Yeah. It's like, what? you can defeat his pressure point moves though just with your tongue. So it's not that good. If you have a boner at all times, if you take a Viagra before you, you go in to fight him, you can't, we can't defeat you. Toe position, big toe position can uh, yeah. fuck Dillman up. If, if, if you had a big meal, if you ate asparagus. It would fuck it up. You can't get a chee ball in there. The smell of the urine permeates. They love it. <laughs> look better than the other guy. Make it look dangerous. Make it look deadly. They love it. I'm trying to think of something else. They Did love I cover it. everything? They love it. We need to get his VHS tape. I wonder, can you buy yeah, that? Who has a VCR? It's true. I, well, actually, I do somewhere. And you have a VCR have to a VCR DVD somewhere. converter. That's true. That was we'll never used. It. We'll convert it to DVD and then we'll watch it. I think you just YouTube it at this point. Oh, Dillman. You look better than the other guy. Make it look dangerous. Make it look deadly. They love it. They love it. I love it. What's that smell? Oh, it's just some chi. If it's swimming in some raw chi. 
I wonder, he's got to be old, right? He's got to be in his 80s. Is he still alive? I think. Let me look. George Dillman? Have you been in any movies? Yeah, he's in a porno. I would love to see a George Dillman porno. <laughs> you know he's made some. Because he'd be talking the whole time. Here's how you fuck. You got to make it look dangerous. You got to get your dick hard. You got to make it look harder. They love it. Uh, <laughs> That's what he would say. You got to look good. You got to make your dick hard. You got to make it feel hard. He they lists, love it. In his Wikipedia list, Ali, they, he always claims that it was a student of his. No way. This guy trained Muhammad Ali. Well, yeah. That. When did he start claiming that? After Muhammad yeah. Ali stopped speaking? Is that the fucking... What a fucking that, lie. Yeah, he, they, I don't know. It looks like he's alive. The only people that he's trained their legends are dead or uh, at the time, well, dead now, Ali died, but he couldn't speak. Boss Rudin calls uh, these guys Bullshito. <laughs> like groups of guys like he called like Dillman. He refers to as Bullshito. Because he always has problems with these guys. Like, yeah, he, always, he always offers to fight them, but they never fight him. <laughs> yeah, Boss Rudin would kill Dillman. It's like a seven-year-old fat guy. <laughs> I mean, even in Dillman's prime, he would have been destroyed. Uh, he's a member of the Black Belt Magazine's Hall of Fame. Yeah, of course. As of 1997. That's why I stopped reading Black Belt Magazine. I used and, to get Black Belt and Magazine. And their instructor of the year. Yeah, you can imagine that. His art of using pressure points is known as Kyosho Jitsu. He also calls his style Ryu Kyu Kempo Karate. Oh, what a piece of shit. Uh, See, so ever in Hawaii? Said it's, uh, it's generated a considerable amount of controversy, due in large part to his reluctance to scientifically prove the validity of his claims. So, oh, controversy? I like how anyone buys into this. It's crazy. He's alleged no touch knockouts. Uh, it seems like he's alive, judging by this. He's alive, and he's uh, brings up he the National Geographic demonstration. National Geographic, well, many yeah, books. Maybe I'll read some Dillman. Uh, he wrote with Chris Thomas, uh, Kyushu Jitsu, the Dillman method of pressure point fighting. I uh, wrote the advanced pressure point fighting of Rio Kuku Kempo, advanced pressure point grappling. How much is there to write about? Uh, pressure point karate made easy. Is it a, is it like a pamphlet? It's also it made a, a DVD instructional series on pressure point technique. We may want to oh, invest sure. in that. Yeah, I don't know where you're going to find that. You got you know what I'll do? I'll look in one of my old black belt magazines, and I guarantee you that there's an instructional video from him, and we'll call the number and see if it's still operational. It's probably Dillman's personal cell phone. Or they have like phone. a thing at the bottom. It says Death Touch. Did he write this? Oh, I think he wrote this. Death Touch: The Science Behind the Legend of Dim Mock. Oh, it's by Michael Kelly. I don't know why it's on here, though. Dim Mock. Some of these books are copyright George Dillman Karate International. Oh, you mean his, uh, <laughs> his fucking... publisher. His, his mega corporation. <laughs> it's the Dillman Ponzi scheme. It's his, it's his, uh, his corporate umbrella. <laughs> Dillman it's better be a big umbrella because he's a big old fat, so... <laughs> he can block the rain with the chi. Yeah. It's exhausting, though. <laughs> you got to throw chi balls at every drop. Oh, and by the way, we don't usually do this on the show, but uh, it's notable. Don Rickles. Yeah. A sad. legend. I, I didn't... Two guys that we've talked a good amount of shit on stage. Yeah. Uh, thank you to Don Rickles. Always funny. I was watching a lot of his old YouTube shit. Even until the end. Funny motherfucker. That uh, documentary was great. I read his book. The Don Rickles Effect. Guy, uh, till the very end, like insanely loved his wife. Like not, like not the old school take my wife, like the opposite. Yeah. Last tweet was like about how much he loved his wife. Him and Newhart, best friends, Newhart neighbors like, for years. Newhart was broken up about it. Uh, they obviously. were like, yeah, 60 years friends. Tom Hanks said we lost a god. 
He Jimmy was, Kimmel, tears on air, I believe. Well, it's crazy how much he was still with it. I mean, he could perform in his 90s. Lot, it's crazy how many people, like, in the comp, like Bob Saget, like, uh, called him, like, a father figure. Like, so many people. Yeah. I would have uh, liked to have met him, but we were not that generation. Yeah. Some That's, guy, uh, just hearing some of the lines, there was a guy from a, I forget what. His Carson appearances were were that's like, yeah. amazing. I forget where. Oh, Always funny. Forget what band it was. It was a band I'd heard of, but not like a mega huge band. But uh, he was on, I want to say Kimmel or some show like that. And I think it was the Hold Steady. And the host walked back to Rickles' dressing room. And in comes the lead singer of the Hold Steady. And Rickles looks at the guy and he goes, you brought the cab driver? <laughs> you know what he had that you don't see a lot? Like, his off-the-cuff shit, you don't see guys that fly by the wire like that anymore. Not like, much. That was like a skill, though, that people had, and he had the confidence to do it. But like every one of them hit. He never really had a misfire. I watched. He did a pres- uh, presidential inauguration of Ronnie Reagan. Huge fucking crowd. Oh, did he? And he was. Uh, he knew Reagan. That's great, though, and that Reagan like, would have he's a calling wrinkle. He's calling him Ronnie, shitting on him. Hey, Ronnie. <laughs> And at one point he goes, Ronnie, you getting this? Am I talking slow enough for you? He loved that. It was like a classic. Yeah, trickle. and then he did another classic where he turned his back. Is he laughing? <laughs> so the rest of the crowd, Reagan was dying. And he was just saying how dumb he was. And like, all this shit is funny. I was like, fuck. You had to be he's, he's like, like. I'm making all these jokes. Secret service. And he did like an act out. Like, like You had to be built like him. Like you had to be a short, yeah. like bald kind of pudgy guy. To get away with like the venom that he would spew at people, because somebody he would say shit that was crazy. Oh yeah, but people like people said that like when he said it to you, it was like an honor. Who was weird that? power that like if he shit on you, like you were like thank you. Was that Kreischer who says somebody ran into him and like wanted him to insult him, and he's like I, I don't do that. And he's like you know what? And then he fucking got pissed and he insulted <laughs> the shit out of him. They said on set of Dirty Work he would just shit on Artie Artie Lang. He'd be like, <laughs> Look at you, a baby gorilla. You can fucking yell at the guy. I could see Artie loving it. And they said, it. like, Cassaget knew him, and they yeah. said, Norm would, like, they'd all be dying. I could see Artie loving it, though. They said, he'd he'd like, fucking, guy, everyone would be dying, and he'd be funny. like, but he, like, sounds angry. Like, yeah. You fucking, get the line right, you fucking baby gorilla. Come on. He was, like, in a, you know, he's a one of a kind. Kevbo Christie went and saw him, uh, Live, dude, like his, five to seven, eight years ago. Dude, his role in Casino, very underrated. When Pesci beat yeah, him with that phone, dude, that was unbelievable. Dude, he's, so bad he him. did a lot of movies, like serious roles dude, in the sixties. Uh, he was a naval guy too. I think, was he in the Manchurian Candidate? He was in the Navy. He was, dude, back was, in the day, he was in a lot of stuff. Yeah, he was a big, not just comedy. He was in like real roles, serious roles. He had, I mean, the length of that career. I don't think there's anybody other than Joan Rivers who's probably had. Well, and, and well, Burns, uh, Mel Bro- or, uh, uh, Brooks, uh, George Burns. He had that style of Brooks career is up there or what's his name? They all had like such distinct style. You know, they had that style that like he invented that. I mean, he, he, he didn't invent it, but he took it to the level that where it was like his trademark. He loves shitting on Sinatra. Yeah. He loves that story of Sinatra. Yeah, Sinatra called him Bullethead. He loves that story where he had that woman and then yeah. told Sinatra to come over and he's like, eh, no, no, Frankie, you see him with somebody? That's a great fucking move. <laughs> you know, he, Frank Sinatra loved he, it. He said he begged him to come over. Yeah. He's like, could you please come over there with a, a woman? very famous tale. Trying to impress. And Sinatra, if you spurned him, like, <laughs> the guys you no, He said with, he was the only guy that was allowed to. He could kill you. Well, I don't know. Oh, I don't know how I'm afraid of Sinatra. I would have been back then, I guess. Dude, he knew Chi. 
Yeah, he's Dillman's grandson. Uh, they said Rickles didn't record his part for Toy Story 4, but I mean, this day and age, you know, Jim Henson can go. They'll, f- they'll find somebody, but it would have been nice for him to do one more. Yeah, but I mean, you can't. When that's he's 90, it's hell sad. of a life, too. It's sad, but at the same time, like, I, I, well, how much better could it have gone? Yeah, hell of a run. I mean, you can't. it couldn't have gone any better. Hell of, a, hell of a run for old Donnie That's why Rickles. It's sad, but it's not. Like, it, it, well, how much more did you yeah. want? How well, much for more? me, Bernie Mac hit me hard. Was, well, he's like, a young guy. He was way too young, and he seemed he was genuinely fucking funny. And he was a guy who like, like a role could like have been bigger. Ocean's Eleven would be like, denim like a jean. Yeah. Just like a great, just Even funny. Bad Santa was great. Just him and anything. He was a funny, he was a funny fucking guy. And that was one that like came out of but nowhere. He, but he, he, and he broke late. And then he had like a good maybe 15-year run, and then it was cut short. Yeah, he was great. He was a guy who busted his ass for 20 years, then got it, then was taken. But, all right. We're running out of juice. We're running out of time. You, you don't understand. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. <laughs> just, uh, you can't find that anywhere nowadays. Oh, like That was just confidence. <laughs> Swagger, and, but also the funny. Outfits he wore at that oh, time yeah. were outlandish, but like for comedy, just very distinct. Wore the Malcolm X glasses at that time. I remember career. I saw him in the Kings of Comedy the first time I ever heard Bernie Mac. But you couldn't understand him. But it didn't matter. He was one of those guys you couldn't understand him. But it was just funny, just how he fucking said it. Very animated. Sold the shit out of bits. It had a very his face and his eyes like real big selling points. <laughs> Just the random, That's what I was screaming everywhere. Just the, after the tiger. There was dude. Right, let's get out of here. All right, bye.